0: the Los Angeles underground it's time for your new favorite podcast the superiority complex it's like honey in your ear holes uh welcome back to a bonus welcome not welcome back welcome to a bonus episode I don't even know if this is going to be like a superiority complex episode it's going to be a home video hustle (laughs) episode uh it's th- let me let me set the table here. It's the night before it's it's fourth of July Eve. We're all waiting for mm-hmm. Captain America to come to our houses at midnight and uh overturn the Supreme Court. That's what we're all waiting for. Uh that's, punch some Nazis. Punch some Nazis. There's a lot to punch around uh these days. Uh Man. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're out. They're just out there living they're on TikTok. us go on your TikTok feed and you'll <laughs> Father well, they're out there. Um, I didn't really think I would ever get
1: living to, the best Nazi life.
0: <laughs> I never thought. I thought that scene in the Blues Brothers where they drive over the where they drive over the Nazi rally. I thought that was just like I'll, I'll never see that in my lifetime. And I've lived to see it in my lifetime. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're we're just waiting on Captain America to come and uh, right the wrongs, and uh, so it's Brent and myself. Uh, yeah, f- hey. tomorrow's tomorrow's Fourth of July. Brent in California now. Uh, he's been out here about what almost a month, maybe three weeks. close to three weeks. Three weeks, three weeks, and Going on uh, three weeks. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we get. We, and so I said, let's uh, let's get on the mic. Something always good always happens when we have to have no game plan and nothing to talk about and just nothing but hours to kill. Right. That's nothing but good, mm-hmm. positive things can happen. So Brent, tell us what That's your right. your impressions three weeks in. How's Cali treating you?
1: Uh, It's treating me pretty good, except for this heat. But the heat wouldn't be a problem if I had my goddamn container and my little AC unit. But uh, apparently, you know, that ain't coming. Well, you know, it
0: is coming on Saturday, so I can't bitch about it too much longer. I can still bitch about it. It's been cool at night, which is the nice – not that we're going to talk about the weather. Yeah. But it's been cool at night. That is a a saving grace. When we get into, like, August and September, when it's this hot 24-7 – that's when it's miserable. Mm-hmm. That is when it's miserable, and I But you guys have more humidity in Ohio, right? It gets more humid, or is that is that a myth?
1: Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Really- no, no. Because there's definitely nights where it's like you go outside and it's got like that sticky feeling and shit. Ugh, on.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Under, then I get the boob sweat. It's no, it's not fun. I get the fat, I get the fat roll sweat. Oh, it's not a pretty <laughs> picture, Ben. It's not a pretty picture over here. Um so uh, yeah but it's it's been cool at night, and that's uh that helps that really helps because at least you can cool the house off you get get a yeah. fan or whatever, get the fans going it's good till about it's weird what's weird here is i don't know if it's like this anywhere else you'll have a nice afternoon it's like good morning, eleven, twelve o'clock, not too crazy by mm-hmm. three o'clock the house is unbearable you're just like, what the hell happened? It's that late that late afternoon yeah. sun it's really when it comes in.
1: Oh yeah, it's about five o'clock over here because the sun like hits directly in the front window, so it's like you can't even avoid the shit at that point.
0: <laughs> you, you gotta put up a, big, you gotta put up some blackout curtains, some some heavy big heavy blackout curtains, and just uh,
1: hide. Oh, and, I would if I could, believe me. And stay still,
0: <laughs> stay still. Hey, did you put up the mystery science theater poster while Anita was gone?
1: I don't have my container yet. It's so all in the
0: what's in the container. It's tell all us, in the, tell us. So on the regular, everything. on our regular show, you were telling us <laughs> the the container was delayed because someone, yeah. some maniac at the at the shipping center told everybody that they, they you would pay when you when you receive the container on delivery, right? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the case. So they were holding your container to ship it until you paid for a whole
1: fucking week before I finally found out.
0: Damn. What's in there?
1: Bumblefuckery. Legitimately, <laughs> it'd be easier to tell you what's not in there. My podcast equipment wasn't in there. Some posters wasn't in there. Uh, some, My laptop wasn't in there. Thank God. My it, Switch and my Steam Deck wasn't in there.
0: Thank God. At least you have your Switch. What are you playing on Switch right now? Animal-
1: Persona 3.
0: Oh, how is that?
1: I like it a lot, so for honestly, I got super into it. I never really played a whole lot of those games. Well, I never played any Persona game, but I don't play a whole whole lot of RPGs. I've been getting kind of into them though. Final Fantasy nine was the intro for
0: Okay. Nice. Nice, nice.
1: I played nine, then I did seven, then I did eight, and then I did the seven remake, and now I'm playing Persona three. How did you like seven, the original? I loved it. I love it. Because I had always heard about it. I remember it way back and it had to be like 10th grade. My boy Jeff always been into all this shit. He's the f- person that told me about Persona back in the day. We went to a, the mall downtown in Columbus, it was the city Center mall. And there was a little video game store and he even about shit himself when he found a copy of the uh, Final Fantasy 7 on PS1 for like 60 bucks. He lost his damn mind. He was like, I've been trying to find this forever. Nice. And I didn't know the significance at the time like that. I knew it was like everybody loved it, but I didn't know it was like super hard to find. Right,
0: right, right. I had a copy of it. I had a PS one. I played it on PS one, and I think that was my first JRPG. I think that was because mm-hmm. the commercials looked so good, and the and the graphics, like the cutscenes, looked so amazing that uh, you're like, "Well, I got to get this game." And then you played it, and it was like these really, it was a really simple kind of top-down. <laughs> no, it wasn't top-down. Mm-hmm. It was like a size go. But it was like a very simple graphics, but those cutscenes looked amazing. And the story was uh, was was nuts. Uh, yeah. So it really was, like, it really got me into the story. Um, and, uh, like, my kid does not care about graphics. She'll go back and play, <laughs> like, the original Pokemon. She'll, uh, the, her, she got a, for graduation, her grandmother bought her a really nice iMac, like a, like a, Two thousand dollar plus iMac, so she could yeah. she could do all of her art and stuff for school. And the first thing I did, I come in and she's got a ROM in the corner, uh, and <laughs> she's playing like the original Pokemon <laughs> on some ROM, mm. some Pokemon ROM from like the original Game Boy graphics, and she was loving it. <laughs> she was loving it. So some of those games, it doesn't matter if the graphics are good or not. If the story's good, you'll play it. You'll Timeless. Th- yeah, you'll still want to play it.
1: You don't know it's just like hell huh, people still play Super Mario Brothers. Right, right. <laughs> still a fun game. You know what?
0: You know what I want to play? I want I I wish somebody would remake there was a game on the PS1 and I played it a million times uh when I broke my leg. And then Grand Theft Auto 3 kind of stole its thunder, but uh oh. it was called Driver. And you Oh yeah. Remember that game? Really? And the whole thing was that, yeah. yeah, you were just run from the cops. It was like in San Francisco. You were just, it was like all this, just one long poli- police pursuit and you would just mm-hmm. be driving around the city doing jumps and, you know, jumping off ramps and jumping off hills and, you know, with with a police in hot pursuit. All you had to do for the whole game was avoid the mm-hmm. police. That was the whole thing. That was a great game. I you wish- know,
1: funny enough, when I was a kid, I never got past the tutorial as a kid in that game. <laughs> I never made it out the parking garage.
0: What? <laughs> Was it was it too much? Was it too much for your little hands?
1: I, as honestly, to this day, even as a kid, I always hated like racing and driving type games. Oh, okay, so I just never got it fully. I couldn't get out the garage. I just said fucking and moved on to something else. <laughs> but so, Driver One, I didn't play much of. But Driver Two, I played more because I remember that game. You could actually get out of the car and like right. run around. Run around. Shit.
0: You could do like uh, I think you could shoot from your car too. You could mm, shoot in another. Think so. uh, the first driver I remember, that was a, the last game I remember playing and like handing the controller to a friend and going, okay, your turn. Like we used to play, like, you know, like <laughs> arcade game or something where you would take turns because mm-hmm. it was a one player game. I remember my buddy would come over when I had my busted leg and we would just play that thing for hours and just watch each other. He'd be like, watch out, <laughs> the cops, make a left, make a left, make a left. You know, you memorize the map and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can see if, if you're not good at driving games or, you know, when you're a kid, I think racing games, you don't see the point. You're just like, yeah, what? I don't know. Nah. I want to blow stuff up.
1: Even uh, now, I can't really get into them like that.
0: Well, I know people that get super into like Forza. Oh, super into Forza and super into what's the other one from uh, um, Gran Turismo? Gran Turismo. They're making got a, a movie. movie. coming out. Yeah. yeah. I saw the trailer. <laughs> They're making a Gran Turismo movie.
1: But that's actually it's based bi- on a true story.
0: <laughs> right. That's not based on the game. It's based on a true story that was where they 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 turned a uh, I guess a Gran Turismo champion into an actual race car driver.
1: It's like the last Starfighter with Gran Turismo.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, I've never seen that whole movie. I've never seen the the la- the whole last Starfighter. And I know I should have never I've-
1: seen any of it.
0: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was a very popular movie, like in the mid 80s. And uh mm. we would have it on at the video store, but I'd never watched the whole thing. I don't know, it's one of those movies just mm. slipped past me.
1: Yeah, I've never seen any of it. I have just heard many people talk about it.
0: Now you posted a um you posted a review on, on uh letterboxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually post a lot of reviews on Letterbox. So if you want to find out, a lot of them. you want to find out Brent's uh, reviews. Uh, it's Letterbox. It's uh, is it Home Video Hustle at, at Letterboxd? or what is it? What's the?
1: Yeah, it is. Let me see where my phone goes. See if I can find it. I'm pretty sure it's just Home Video Hustle on Letterboxd. Right.
0: But you do a lot of. Uh, yep. Yeah. So go over to home. Go over to Letterbox and uh, go to find uh, Home Video Hustle on there, and you can find some of Brent's reviews. He does some really great uh, in depth uh, uh, written reviews. Um,
1: 913 of them as of now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's total. Yeah. This year has been 140.
0: Dang. (laughs) 900. Jeez Louise. Do you do, uh, you don't do TV episodes. You just do movies, right? Nah,
1: but there, I mean, there are TV movies, but not TV episodes. If it was TV episodes, I have a shit ton of them. if I could.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You just watched uh, dark Knight of the scarecrow, which was a TV movie back. in Back in, I think 82, 81, 82. I'm pretty sure it was. Let me see.
1: Because that was on The, uh, the Last Drive In with Joe Bob Briggs. He played that movie on there. It's 81.
0: 80, I remember seeing that thing. Uh, it was on CBS. I remember it was on CBS. Yep. I remember very clearly. I remember watching it. It was around Halloween time. I think they did it. It's like late summer Halloween, right around there. Mm-hmm. Late summer September, I think. And uh, I remember watching it and just being terrified. I remember for some reason my dad let me watch it. I was like 10, 9, 10 years old. But I'd already seen like The Empire Strikes Back and that kind of thing. So my dad was like, yeah, he's fine. He'll be fine. And uh, yeah. man, that thing was freaky. That movie. The only thing that the only thing that I that saved me that I think the only reason I wasn't scared, more scared, was because I knew he was only after the people that had wronged him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like it wasn't like this scarecrow was gonna like bust into my room, right? yeah but uh, it was still the way it was done it's very effective for a tv movie.
1: it is yeah yeah because i'm um, the last scene i guess spoilers for this old movie but the last scene is the whole movie he's like he was trying to protect the little girl and the reason they killed him is because the little girl got attacked by dogs and they blamed it on him so they basically lynch mobbed him and killed him right while he was hiding inside the scarecrow and the last shot of the movie is like the scarecrow walking and it does like a little head turn and the like face no eyes it's just all black and everything and It reaches out to the little girl and then it just kind of freeze frames and she, she says something over the fucking credits i can't remember but i was like for a tv movie that's like legitimately some like creepy vibes right right
0: now. right right there's some good um there are some there were some good tv movies in the 70s uh did you ever see salem's lot did you ever see that one
1: it's on the list. I need to watch a lot of... There's a lot of Stephen King I haven't seen.
0: Salem's Lot is probably one of the best adaptations, and that's a TV movie, but there's some there's some shots in there where I, I saw that way too young, and that scared the living shit out of me. Was it the window shot? The, the window, window shot. The it's window, a, it's yeah. always the window <laughs> shot. And then uh, you can find it on YouTube now. The, the series mm. is on Peacock, but the original... Colchak, uh, the Night Stalker movie, the oh, original. Oh, I love that shit. That is I, a I great. That is a great TV movie, man. That is really, really yeah. good. That both is, of
1: them. There's a the sequel too. Yes, love both of the,
0: Which is the the Night Strangler, right? Was that the other yep. one? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Night Stalker, and then they, I've, the I've I've been watching the series on um, on uh, Peacock. They have the whole original series. It's just one season, but there's yeah. kind of a sequel to the vampire one. There's a sequel where there's a woman that's one of his victims, I guess, is now a vampire running around L.A. But she there's ties to like the movie. Like he's saying, yeah. oh, I, you know, this happened in Vegas and that that whole thing. But that night soccer, that first night soccer movie is good, man.
1: I love that. Oh, yeah. I used to watch that show with my grandma. I need to get they just released the entire series on Blu-ray. So I need to get that. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. Uh, I know people be- that, a little bit older than me. It was a little bit before my time and I didn't really know about it. Until the X Files hit, and then everybody—that's mm-hmm. when it kind of got a resurgence, because Chris Carter yep. credited credited that with him creating the X Files. But I was
1: uh, gonna say too, there's an episode where he's not named Kolchak, but he pretty much plays the exact same character. Right. In the, in the uh, he's got
0: the suit. He's got the little hat and the suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he, I,
1: he, just fanboying the whole time.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's great. And it's the dad from Christmas Story. If you don't know who it is, uh, Darren McGavin. But that's a Salem's Lot is worth checking out. That is another TV movie. You know, those TV movies had pretty good productions, production mm. values back in those days, you know. They were pretty pretty well done. You know. So that was a Toby Hoover when did Salem's Lot? I believe it was. I believe it okay. was, man. And it's David Soul from Starsky and Hutch and mm. um uh, uh our friend James Mason. We'd love to imitate <laughs> on the television show on the podcast. Yes, he is. He is the uh, he's the familiar for the vampire. It's good, man.
1: Oh, okay. check it out. It it's good. really, really good.
0: It's
1: like three hours, too. Right? right? I know it's like, yeah,
0: there's a thing you know, they kind of build it because you get to know the characters in the town and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, kind of gives you a little more backstory than if you had just a TV movie, but yeah, it's got a good payoff. It's a good payoff. So,
1: I, I don't know if they already redone it or they're redoing it but there's a new salem's Lot i been talked about i don't know if it's out now or not though.
0: i think they did one i think i want to say they did it in like the 90s when they redid like the they redid the stephen king uh the shining with uh stephen weber That shit
1: is do it. that's a watch that folks it's hilarious
0: is it bad i'd never see it
1: it's fucking terrible is it really it's yeah, man. I I can't even really do it justice, man. Because Stephen King actually, because for the listeners that may not know, Stephen King hates the Kubrick version. Right, he said this in many many interviews. Now, so that was his way to do it. He's like, I'm gonna do this the right way. That's like my book. I'm gonna do it. He directed it and everything. I think, and uh, it's it's bad. Like the little um. The hedge monsters actually come alive and like chase people. I'm pretty sure I remember that in this bad CG. A water hose comes alive and has teeth at the end of it. I love it. Um oh what the fuck was my mind just blanked. What was the kid was talking to? What was the thing's name that the uh, kid was talking Tony?
0: to? Tony? That was the Tony. The finger? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, in the in the fucking TV series, it's it's an actual person like green screen, like a little, like almost like the great kazoo on the Flintstones shit. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. It's that that shit is bad, man.
0: Yeah, because it's all it's, supposed to be about how you know, he's fighting alcoholism, right? So he's having like mm-hmm. he's having like these, you know, the DTS basically. He's getting you know, he's seeing hallucinations and all that stuff. And Kubrick made it more of like the place was really haunted. You know, he really was. Yeah, he was possessed. That is still one of the. I mean, I remember seeing that like a TV edit in the mm-hmm. early '80s. They would just throw this stuff on TV and just put it on like a Sunday night movie and you'd watch it and be like, Well, it's Sunday night, we're gonna watch this movie and then be traumatized.
1: <laughs> you know, you won't be traumatized watching the TV one, I'll tell you that one. You know, one cool thing about that one too is that um they, of course Scatman Crothers isn't there, so they got Melvin Van Peebles, they got Sweetback playing that.
0: Wow, record. really?
1: And he I'm pretty sure he did not die in the TV movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> Scatman gets you know jazz from Transformers meets a horrible end if you watch uh, the original um, uh, Shining. He does not. He, he does. A
1: very anticlimactic end, obviously, right. but right, it's right, like right. off guard though. So I guess it
0: works. Right. Yeah, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert: the person of color does not make it to the end of the horror movie. Sp- what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the? What's <laughs> it gonna? Be? You? Oh, you've been watching um, Phantasm. I'm, yes, I've never yep. seen the whole thing all the way through, but that was they in the commercial they showed the, the ball going into the guy's forehead, mm-hmm. and I remember that freaking me out when I was a kid, and I remember I used to have nightmares about that ball with the blade, like it would was gonna find me somehow, and then, <laughs> I remember the scene where they cut somebody's fingers off and like mustard comes out.
1: Yeah. Yep. It was that was uh the the tall man's fingers got cut off. Right.
0: Right. 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 I can't tell you anything about that movie, the ball, that scary looking dude, and then the the mustard fingers. That's all I remember.
1: It's worth watching. Like I ended up giving it a four stars or an eight out of ten. Basically, I did like I liked it better. That was my second time watching it. And second time and it was like ten years ago. I watched it the first time when I bought the DVD. And at first it was like man, because it's one of those movies where uh, well, you mind if I spoil slight shit? No, it's okay.
0: Spoiler alert for a fifty year old movie. You guys, forty year old movie. Go. You guys, spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: But um it's it does that thing where because the whole movie is kind of like dream sequences, and you know, people it's like, oh, did he really see that or is all in his head? And so all this weird shit is going on, but it works because it's like that whole atmosphere is like that. But then at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, it was all a dream, actually. Ah. So it does one of those type of things. But then it comes because they actually in the second movie they bring this back too. But at the end of the first movie, it's a dream. He's like, Oh, actually. This guy that died, actually, he didn't die. It was actually your brother that died, and you imagined all this. Then he goes back up to the room and the tall man is standing there and the kid gets oh, is, I gotta got explain this. Then as I was gonna say, he gets pulled into a mirror by Jawas, and I'm not joking.
0: Oh the yeah. Tall man, there, there's little, yeah, I remember that. There's the yeah. little they look like little uh like little monks. They're like little, they're wearing little mm-hmm. robes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets pulled into the mirror. And it is you have you ever played the new God of War games? No. So I just know the big thing is that, that the the what's that Kratos always so just boy every time he talks to his kid, and it's funny because in the Phantasm movies that's pretty much all the tall man says the so he every time he sees me he just says boy, so it's the same fucking thing almost. <laughs> so I mean the, the first one like it's weird as fuck, like it's one of those movies where it's like different people will have different interpretations. I'm sure what the fuck that movie is about, but that's why I like it though because it's weird. I watched the second one today. I liked it, but not as much. I gave that a 7 out of 10 or three and a half stars. Because it pretty much, it did like they did a lot of horror movies in the 80s where they didn't make it as weird, and it just became like almost like an action movie. Right. It was like ch- chasing that dream. When they had like a, a double, double barrel shotgun, it was like four barrel shotgun that they was killing Jawas with. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: I love it. I got to see it. I'm going to have to watch the Phantasm. Uh, there's three of them, right? There's Five of them. There's five of them? yeah Damn. it's
1: um because i watched the first one because uh they, they got the last drive in with joe bob briggs over on shutter right and and i was watching the first one there but he skipped the second movie he, he gave a reason for it on the show but i think the real reason is because the second one was released by universal it's the only one that was released by an actual major studio
0: uh. and i
1: was i was reading online too because i was like it's, it's like i said that second one feels so much different from the first one and I saw that, I guess the director said he had notes from Universal that said, none of that dream shit, the plot has to make sense. Right. And uh, you, can only, you can't bring back the two lead characters, you can only bring back one of them. So the, the little boy got replaced, but the other guy's still there. So there's a lot of studio interference, I guess, with that movie, and is why it's so fucking weird. I wonder, to the why, I
0: wonder why he didn't want to bring the sec- two characters back.
1: He well, he wanted to. Universal, Universal didn't want him to bring either one of them back because they weren't real actors, really. They were just some dudes. And they hadn't acted. I don't think neither one had acted since the first movie. It's like a 10-year gap between movies, I think. Oh, wow. And so he, he struck a deal with them. They said, all right, you can have one of them, but you can't have both. So he brought back the older dude and he replaced the kid actor with somebody else. But then in Phantasm's three, four, and five, I've heard that he got everybody back; <laughs> all the original people come back.
0: Yeah, after Universal just passed on it, I guess they went back to being. Yeah, that always that movie did always kind of have a weird. Um, uh, even the trailer felt weird, like you knew it wasn't like a major. Like I guess mm-hmm. looking back now it would be like you didn't. It wasn't a major studio release, but when you're a kid, you don't know how to describe that something looks, you know, low budget or cheap. You, you, mm-hmm. you just know that movies certain movies look a certain way you don't really know why
1: yeah you can tell the second one's a universal movie and they got way more budget if i remember right the budget was three million and it made seven i think i also read a stat that said that that was the the like lowest produced movie that universal put out in the entire 80s was phantasm too <laughs> wow
0: and it made double its money
1: <laughs> made seven million but then all the sequels went straight to video
0: after that though it's crazy because the eighties there were so many eighty there was a Stephen King adaptation I forgot I completely forgot about. And I was flipping through when, when HBO Max went to Max, changed his name to Max. Uh-huh. Uh I was flipping through the the catalogue to see what had changed, what it, and they had a movie um called Cat's Eye. Which, oh the, yeah. Yeah, it's a little like horror anthology. Uh mm-hmm. all written. Drew by, Barrymore, right? Yeah. Drew Barrymore's like in it. And it's three sort of related stories. There's a cat in all three of them that kind of ties the whole movie together. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. It was pretty terrible. I <laughs> uh, haven't seen that It one. was pretty terrible. But there were, I mean, I was go. I remember my cousin would not. My, my cousin, my late cousin Peter, God rest his soul. Uh, he would not pass up any horror movie. So he saw fantastic. No. He saw everything. Anything that was a horror movie, he had to see it. He had to go. And it didn't. If he missed it, he would watch it on video. So I Good watched man. I watched a lot of these. There was another one I think called uh there was one called Nightmares. That was another anthology. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first yep. ones that had like a video game going crazy. Uh <laughs> that was that was one. I think you get sucked into the video game, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And I think it might be Emilio Estevez. Uh mm. might be in that movie s- somewhere. But the, the best one of that one is there's a there's basically a ripoff of Duel, where there's a demon, there's a truck that's like basically a demon. And it's like chasing this priest around. uh, And uh, he has to like try to, you know, avoid getting killed by this truck. And I remember that one and that one. I don't remember what else is in it. Um, Oh, there was one with like an urban legend. They did an urban Mm. legend where the girl goes to get the gas. There's a murderer on the loose. She goes to get gas and she's convinced that the murderer is is the, uh, the gas station attendant. And at the end of, like, she, it's like this whole nervous thing where she's waiting and she's watching him and he's watching her. And then, you know, at the end of the sequence, he like takes the gas pump and like busts the window open and pulls yeah. her out of the car. And there's a killer in the backseat. A, ki- <laughs> a killer's in the backseat. So it's that one. But I, I can't remember what the other one was. There was a demon truck. That one was called Nightmares. There's a lot I got of it those. Up. Yeah.
1: Is from 1983. It says it's made up of four short films based on urban legends. The first concerns a woman who encounters a killer in the backseat of her car. The second concerns a video game addicted teenager who is consumed by his game. The third focuses on a fallen priest who is stalked by a pickup truck from hell. And the last follows a suburban family battling a giant rat in their house.
0: That's right, the rat. That's right. Because there's another movie called, I think it's called uh, Unknown Origin. Is that the name of the movie? Where there's like a there's a rat, they're, they're fighting a giant rat. I think that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's another, I think they're very similar. They're very similar. But you gotta get, put that on your. Uh,
1: oh, of unknown origin. Yeah, please. is that what it is? Yep. Uh, in the same year as The Nightmares, 1983. A, starring Peter Weller. There you go. Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> right,
0: and I think it's a rat. I think it's a rat also.
1: Mm-hmm. What was the synopsis? This is a. A man becomes destructively obsessed with killing a dangerous rat, which has taken residence in his recently renovated
0: home. That's it. He's never heard of that one before. There you go. You're welcome. These are the movies we had in the 80s, bro. (laughs) But my cousin would not pass up. And at that time, you know, they were doing all the sequels. It was like Friday the 13th, four, five, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Halloween. You know, they had a bunch of different sequels. So they, they would just crank these movies out. Mm-hmm. Then they would throw in like a like a cat's eye or a maximum overdrive.
1: That's a good one too.
0: <laughs> I love maximum overdrive. I it, love that movie. It's so stupid, but I love it. I love
1: I it. That's, that's why we love it.
0: <laughs> it's oh, uh, your,
1: of unknown origin. Cost four million. And made
0: one point one. What I don't know why I remember that movie. <laughs> there were movies when I was a little kid that like in the late seventies, early eighties that I was quite too young. I was too a little too young to grasp. They were a little too mature for me. I remember one was called Coma. One mm. was called Altered States. Altered uh, States, I've heard of. Altered States. But they had really good ad campaigns. So I would hear the commercials on the radio and see them on TV, and I would be like, Ooh, you know," and I would not want to watch them. There's another one called Magic, and that's one with mm. Anthony Hopkins where the, the dummy comes alive. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit.
1: Coma was written and directed by Michael Crichton. There you go. Hey.
0: See, I'm getting I'm giving you movies for your these are, These are movies you gotta dig around and see if you like them.
1: <laughs> altered States was Ken Russell, that's right. Yeah. 14.9 me and May, 19.9. I
0: forgot who was in Altered States. Um I wanna say it's the guy from Elephant Man, but I don't know. William Hurt. Oh, it's William Hurt. And then who was the
1: elephant man? Was it? Uh, That's, uh, oh, fuck. My man's from Alien with the Burster. What's oh, his name? Oh, uh,
0: uh, John Hurt. John Hurt, thank you. Yeah, okay. Maybe it was just the name. I'm sorry. But yeah, Altered <laughs> States. I, I remember my older brother would go see all these movies and then come back and tell me about them and horrify me. And I'd be like, please don't <laughs> please don't tell me any more of these. you know. But yeah, by the time we started being able to go to movies, I remember seeing Nightmares with my cousin. Our older cousins probably took us. There was a movie theater by our house that would run three horror movies for a buck. And it was always like mm. the second run, it was always like, you know, it was like six months later, we'd be watching Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween and, and Friday the 13th all in one sitting. Six hours That's worth good of Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, it was like, you know, the three, four, and six, you know, whatever sequels they were. And maybe like, you know, or sometimes maybe it was like all the police academy movies or something. But yeah, it was uh, it was cool, man, because he was you know you get those double features, three movies for a buck. Are you kidding me? Places a zoo, <laughs> places was, it was all teenagers in there just on a Friday night. Just nobody's watching the movie. You know, He's yelling, screaming.
1: That's one of the reasons why I love watching The Last Drive in uh, Joe Bob Briggs because he does the double features. It remind me of the old days watching like Monster Vision and shit on TV where they just play all the movies all night. Right. That was, that was up fun. Up all night.
2: Right. Oh,
0: yeah. USA. Was a USA up all night? Mm-hmm. Ronda Shear. Oh, that's right. It used to go up all night. Welcome back to mm-hmm. up all night. I think yeah. before
1: her, it was Gilbert Godfrey too, if I remember right. Was it? I think it was. He was either before or after. I can't remember.
0: Oh, young Brent just at home absorbing all the stuff on all that TV stuff.
1: I watched a lot of TV, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, you know TV. It's funny. I mean, TV is really the way. I kind of feel bad for the kids growing up now. Not to sound like an old man, but you know, back in the cable days, that was you found a lot of good stuff on cable. Yeah, you know, they had to fill that content, man. So they would just get. Uh, that's where I first saw. uh You know, I came across John Woo's The Killer was on yeah. t- was on TBS like at two in the morning one night, and that's what's up. and I caught I just caught the part where he is on the boat and assassinates the guy from the boat. Mm. And the whole reason I watched that sequence is because he had a pair of knockoff Ray-Bans that looked mm, like goofy a- Goofy mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that looked like a It looked like a, a goofy, like a pair of Ray-Bans that my buddy used to wear. Same knockoff brand. And I just watched, this guy looks like my buddy. And uh, then I get into the thing where he assassinates the guy and then they chase him. And there's that whole crazy shootout on the beach. And I was like, hey, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I watched the whole thing and I didn't know what it was called. I did not know <laughs> and I finally figured it out. Uh, I happened to look through it. I happened to look through Leonard Malt and I just stumbled across it. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know who was um and I was I didn't know any of the names. And so I just happened to uh, stumble across it. And then when it I rent I found it on video and I rented it and I watched it and it like halfway through when that scene turned over, i was like, this is it, this is it. This is the movie I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how I saw my first Jackie Chan movie was on like Mm. TBS or something. One of his old school, you know, one of the old school Kung Fu movies in the middle of the night.
1: I tell you, back when I was a kid, I, I I missed that channel. I mean, it still exists, but it's not the same. But when I was a kid, the fucking Sci Fi Channel, like the OG one with the Saturn logo, mm-hmm. that's that's where I that's where I saw a lot of movies. That like they would always they would play like all the Jet Li and Jackie Chan and John Woo movies and right. That was back when the they were That
0: was back to, like during the day when they were running like six million dollar man. They'd mm-hmm. run like Battlestar Galactica, the old like they they would actually run sci fi stuff on the. On the on the actual on the channel. sci-fi channel, right? <laughs> now it's uh, there's some sci-fi, but it's all the Sharknado movies.
1: Almost every time I look at that channel, they're playing Fast and Furious, which I guess now is sci-fi. I can't lie, but right. <laughs> the more they keep going,
0: we're in space now, baby.
1: Yeah, I was say like, I can't even I can't talk shit now. It technically, is sci-fi.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that movie would go beyond one A1 one movie, that friends would be a one movie, but B just get more and more like you know it's like, well how many movies about street racing can you make? Guess what? It's not about street racing anymore. We're stealing safes and we are <laughs> we're, we're we're driving them down the road in Rio de Janeiro. Uh you know, guess what? That's what we're doing now. And you're just like, "Oh, okay." That's how you make it, you make a franchise survive that long. It worked. <laughs> Those movies make billions, billions.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I watched the last one at the barber shop. Last time I got my hair cut, the barber just had it on the fire stick plan. So I saw like two thirds of it. And there's a part at the end of that movie where he's driving down the side of a dam while explosions are coming up behind him. And so to get past the explosions, he hits the nitrous. I'm like, wait a minute. You probably wouldn't want to hit nitrous with fire that close to your car, right? But it works.
0: <laughs> oh, he's driving down. the just the face of a dam? Just the front?
1: It legit, like his camera was right there with me. And he said the exact same thing. It looks like he's driving down the side of the dam from Goldeneye. It looks like the exact same fucking dam.
0: From That's Goldeneye. great. And he just makes it.
1: <laughs> and he just drives down and he lands in the water with his son or whatever. <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, family, bro. It's all about family. 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 Uh, I like to hear, uh, I don't know who it is. Uh, I think, I don't know where Paul Walker says it. I don't know the exact line, Uh-oh. but I know he says, uses the word cuh. Oh, and, it's uh, too,
1: too fast, too furious. He says it many times. Oh. Oh, Can't my. my brother Cameron and they love fuck with me because I despise that movie. I hate that fucking movie so much. Because <laughs> the, the line that they always say to it, because it's Paul Walker line, he at the end of the movie, he like looks at Terry, he's like, Your pockets ain't empty, cuh. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah. Or the scene where he's like staring down Eva Mendez in the car and they hit the nitrous, and it's like, they it was legit, like, a whole, like, 30, 40 seconds he's not looking at the road. I'm like, I wish that scene had just ended. Well, oh, that's probably a bad joke to make now, but I was going to say, probably do him crashing into a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, folks.
0: <laughs> sorry, cuh.
1: Yeah, sorry, cuh. Uh,
0: Yeah, I hate to hear I, that. That's, a, that's what the kids call cringe. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, cuh. Um, What about Tokyo Drift? What about that one? Uh, That's got to you know, be...
1: I would- I like that one.
0: That's got to be the best song. <laughs> That's what everybody remembers from that right? Dino movie. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they know how we live in Tokyo. Um, I like that the guy's like 50 years old and still in high school.
1: I, I was just about to say the little kid from American Gothic is like 50 in that movie. Right. Or looks like it anyway, playing a high schooler. Right. <laughs> it's, it's him and the kid from fucking Home Improvement is the bully in the beginning, I think. Or Is one it? of the kids from Home Improvement. It's one of the motherfuckers. I don't know their names no more. It's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's the other guy.
0: It's the other kid. I, I think that kid's having... I think he had some... I read somewhere. I think he was having like some issues with like substance abuse or something. Maybe not having oh, the, shit. too good a time. But we wish him the Thanks. best. And, yeah. ho- and hopefully he beats up that 50-year-old high school senior that uh, he's been... <laughs> He's been mercil- mercilessly stalking for, for years now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that the, Tokyo Drift is, all, uh, I think, the one everybody tends to like. Um, I get lost after, I think, five is the last one. That's the one where they do the, there's one where they do a, it ends, the last scene is them going to like a mine. And then after... Uh,
1: That's the fourth one, I think. Yeah,
0: after that, after fifth, I think fifth is the one with Rio where they're driving That is, with the
1: safe. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. That's just, after that fourth one, they just get really ridiculous.
1: Uh, Honestly, of all of them, I've seen them all at this point pretty much. The sixth one is the best one. I fucking love the sixth movie because it's just so dumb. (laughs) I was actually showing Anita a clip from the seventh movie too, because there's a part where uh, The Rock had his arm in a cast because he had like broken it or some point in the movie. And he looks outside and sees like Dom and them are out there like fighting and everything. And he looks at his daughter. He's like, Daddy, got to go to work. And he flexes his arm and like breaks the cast. Yeah. The cast like explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the theater watching. I was like, I fucking love this movie now. That did it right there.
0: How can you not <laughs> love that? He just flexes and busts the cast. I love it. Just that.
1: explodes and rips it off.
0: <laughs> Anywhere there's a wrestling connection, that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's where Brent comes in. Give me, that, give me that wrestling connection. <laughs> are you still watching uh, Monday Night Raw? What's going on there?
1: Not really. I've not really kept up on a lot of wrestlings. I don't have cable at the moment. I uh, Obviously, the only two ones I do kind of keep up with slightly is NXT and AEW. Those are the two I mainly All right. watch. All right. I ain't watched Raw in a while now. It's just too long. After about, it's three hours long. After about an hour and a half, I'm usually bored. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's three hours and like two matches. They don't even. It's just. Yeah. All, it's all. It's just all hype.
1: Give me that. Yeah, I know wrestling is kind of. I don't know. It's it's. It's hard to say boring because all they do is flip around and do all that crazy shit. But that kind of gets numbing after a while. Right. Like you kind of miss the days when people would just lock up and slam each other. Now, cats is like jumping off of everything and it looks so because it used to be like even as a kid of course everybody oh man wrestling fake man but i would defend it and now it's like i would try i'll watch it with somebody i'll watch it with anita and she'll just look at me and that she be like that shit look fake and it's like I, I can't even defend him. Like, yeah, it does. I can't defend this shit no more. Uh,
0: it does look fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need Lucha Underground back. That was fun. I f- man, I love Lucha. That was that fun. That shit was fake too, but it was purposely fake. On it me. was purposely fake. It was perfect. <laughs> it was, per- it, was per- it was like a novella. It was just watching like a yeah. like a telenovela, but the they would do some crazy. Remember that one guy did? That- I forgot which guy. He did that crazy flip off the top of the, of the of the the office. It was like a weird little office yeah. in the corner. That- and he did that crazy flip and land right in the middle of the ring. I was like, oh my God, they really did that. It was great. They did some good stunts on that show.
1: I can't remember who it was. It might be AR Fox did the thing where he like slammed dude through like five fucking layers of glass or some shit into the bottom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were, that was on the L. Ray network. I think, I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't know who owns it. It was streaming for a while, it was on uh, Netflix. You could watch the whole series on Netflix. Was like, I
1: was, uh, I didn't have El Ray so I was buying each episode on iTunes as they came out, so I got them all digitally on iTunes now.
0: Dang, I gotta come over and we gotta have a marathon.
1: <laughs> They're on my hard drive somewhere, I think.
0: And the, uh, the, the, the commissioner was the, oh God, he was a bad guy in a movie.
1: Dario Queto.
0: Yes, I can't remember the movie he was a bad guy in. I just saw him <sighs> in something recently and I was like, oh my God, it's the dude from Lucha Underground.
1: He's still around. Um, Oh, which promotion? There's a promotion. where He, MLW wrestling. It's on YouTube. He's. I, I don't know if he's still. If he's Dario Cueto, but he's playing pretty much the same character. And there was a storyline that was going on where he was talking about bringing back Lucha Underground, but it was called something different. Oh. It was Lucha something. Fuck. I have to look it up and see.
0: Maybe they'll bring back Prince Puma,
1: and uh, oh, he and he's in WWE now.
0: Is he? What is he? What's his? Uh, what's his handle there?
1: It's um uh ricochet is his name
0: now oh, how's he doing oh
1: they called it it was mlw azteca
0: underground that's what they were dang <laughs> i like that i like that that was fun that was fun because they would bring in like the the mexican wrestlers from mexico they had some american guys they'd mix it up they'd mix styles up um mm-hmm. you know cage the machine married what's her name the announcer Melissa Santos. Yeah, they have. Uh, the, the, they're still married. They have like two kids now, or she's pregnant again. Uh, Man, that's crazy. Cage is in AEW now. Is he? Mm-hmm. How's he doing? Yeah, he ain't on there a whole lot, but he's there. Hey, he's getting a <laughs> paycheck, baby. Yeah, cash that check. As long as those checks cash. Hell yeah! I don't. I don't. I don't need to be the star. I just need the the, the checks to cash. It's that's all right. I, Hell yeah! That's all I want. Uh, let's take a quick break, Brent. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna—I'm gonna, gonna say—we're gonna take a quick break to sound professional. I'm really gonna go switch my laundry over, and then when <laughs> we come back, uh, there's plenty more to talk about. Because you have to talk about uh, the third movie you watched. You said you watched Phantasm One, Phantasm Two. What is the third movie? We're gonna find out right after this. Oh yeah. We'll be <laughs> after these messages. We'll be right back. Right back. Welcome back uh, to the Superiority Complex, everybody. My laundry's moved over. Brent was very patient. I appreciate your patience, your patience, <laughs> Brent. All good. Uh so before we find out what the third movie you, you watched <laughs> today. Last year when you came out during you came out for, for vacation, we went to the uh the Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Science, we went to the museum there. And we all mm. bought some we bought some uh some cards. We bought some we all bought some gifts and souvenirs, and I bought a card game called Cinephile. And what it is basically Oh yeah. Yeah, Cinephile, there's just a, there's like four or five different games within the and we've we've played a few times on on air, but you know aside from John Sandy, no one really is in the, in the group is really, a, you know, a cinephile, right? Uh, so but you and I, Brent, we could play this game. Now, I, John's Mark. not here. John would definitely win this game. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the new actors, I don't think is, so we're going to play called we're going to play a game called Movie Actor. Uh, this mm. is the, this is a film nerd, intermediate film nerd level is probably the, uh, is oh, okay. the level. And so it's the object of the game is to be the last player standing. One player draws a card from the deck and reads the movie on the card. The next player must name an actor from that movie. Mm. Um, so this is going to suck because you always have to pick the, you're always going to have to pick an actor from the movie, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you, you don't have the cards. So unfortunately. yeah. So then what you're going to do is you're going to name an actor. Then I have to name uh another movie that actor's from and then you play another then you guess the actor so I'm always gonna guess the you're always gonna guess the actor and I'm gonna guess the movie so let's say you pull Raising Arizona you say Nicholas Cage then I say mm-hmm. then I have to say um uh you know I don't know face off face off <laughs> and then you say Travolta so we're always gonna right so we're gonna have to do that. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah Let's try it out. Let's see. Let's see. Some of these are going to stump me. I don't know. Anything beyond, me too. Anything from beyond 2000, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be host. Here (laughs) Here we go. These cards don't want to come out of the deck. It's not a good sign. Not a good sign. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Here we go. I'll just draw one deck. There's two decks. I'll draw one. Okay. (laughs) Uh, there we go. The actor is Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Oh no! Then I know. Then you picked. The, you're gonna get the movie, cause I'm reading the card. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so you get the movie, Sigourney Weaver.
1: Yeah, Alien. Why not?
0: I'll go with Michael Bean. The
1: Terminator.
0: Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> oh, what's a fun one I can throw out there? The Last Stand.
0: Oh shoot! <laughs> is that is that Maggie Grace? Is she in that? I don't think that, sir. Hold on. Look you you. want to look it up? Oh, uh, it's okay. No, look it up. Look it up. For you. Look it up. <laughs> I think I you, ain't seen that since the movie theater. <laughs> I think you. I think you got me on that one. I think you got me on that one. Let's see Maggie Grace let's see uh now I don't see her. Oh nope. then you win. Yes, one round for Brent. One round for Brent. So Brent on the card it does have um it does have a movie. So it'll have an actor and then it'll have a movie. So I'm going to give you the movie this time. Okay. So uh Out of Sight. Out of Sight is the movie. Jennifer Lopez. I'm going to say Selena, Edward James, almost. Damn, I'm gonna say, <laughs> um, American Me.
1: <laughs> I knew that. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his name? William Forsythe. Damn, I'm gonna say The Rock. Ooh, oh, hey, fuck it. We just said Nicholas Cage or not.
0: I'll go raising Arizona.
1: I've never seen that movie, honestly. Oh like, shit. You, like, I don't know who's in that fucking movie. I don't know who the woman is in that movie. <laughs> so yeah, you got that one. I have n- I've never seen that.
0: <laughs> Holly Hunter would have There you okay.
1: Oh from Crash. Okay. Holly Hunter
0: would have been in it. If you would have said Crash, I would have been fuck. Uh, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. All right, I don't here we go. That. So that's so, uh, we're we're even. We'll play the five. We'll just play the five.
1: Yeah, fuck it.
0: Uh what one point each? Where were you were you even? we one one point each. Uh, so you did movie last time. Yep. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Ooh. Name a movie.
1: Legitimately uh, him and Forrest Whitaker are tied for my favorite actors. So that's good. Uh, Event Horizon, why not?
0: Oh, Sam Neill. Sam Neill is hey. in that. Yeah, yeah, Sam Neill. Uh, in the Mouth of Madness. Oh, God. Who else is in that? <laughs> oh, that's a. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Serpent in the Rainbow from the '80s. Oh, I'm thinking of Serpent. I don't remember who's in the else's. Who else is in in the Mouth of Madness? Who is it?
1: Uh, let's see. Top build in that movie is Sam Neill, Jürgen Prochnow, oh. David Warner, John Glover, Bernie Casey's in them. Damn movie. it!
0: Charlton Heston isn't him. <laughs> is he really? Man, yeah. I have not heard thought of that movie in years. That's two points to you, sir. Good
1: two John points, Carpenter movie.
0: Two points to you. Uh, all right. So the movie is Being John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs>
1: I've never seen that
0: movie. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Con Air. I'm gonna go Con Air.
1: Uh Dave Chappelle.
0: Uh, I'll get half baked. <laughs>
1: Uh, why did I just blank on my man's name? Oh, shit. I'm mad. I can't think of his name right. Clarence Williams third.
0: Oh, shoot. Uh. <laughs> why do I? It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Why do I know? You're going to get me on this one. You're going to get me on, on C-Dub. I thought you were going to go for, uh. Jim Brewer, and I thought I had it. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, Fu, Fu, you're cool. <laughs> I'm blanking on Clarence William the third. Give me, give me a Clarence William the third movie. Tales from the Hood. Damn it! That's right. It, we the just, shit. we just watched it. We <laughs> and just he watched food. <laughs> it. Damn it! We covered it. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> See what happens as you get old.
1: Oh, the shits.
0: Um, three what is it three to one three to one yeah you don't have to brag about it (laughs) here we go Kate Winslet oh fuck
1: Um, (laughs) this is gonna be easy right here um God, is that who was in that movie? Was she in Titanic? She was. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, that's the one I know.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go Billy Zane.
1: Oh, I almost fucked up. I said the wrong movie.
0: Uh, the Phantom.
1: almost said The Shadow.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Who's the girl? Why did I do that to you? I just ended up shooting myself <laughs> in the foot. I'm terrible at this game, it turns out. <laughs> Nobody
1: saw that movie, to be what fair. What the hell
0: is the name of the girl in The Phantom?
1: There's two girls in that movie, actually. One is probably better known, I'm sure.
0: There's the English girl. Early 90s action movie, Billy Zane. Who am I getting for the girl? Oh, who's the the, this is, this is the bad guys in there is pretty well known. Um, mm-hmm. I'm blanking on everybody in that goddamn movie. I just remember <laughs> the horrible tagline: "Slam Evil."
1: Yes, right. That's <laughs> on the DVD box. I think right. I did. just
0: remember. The, what is the name of the girl? She was in something else too. I'm gonna kick myself. I for, I, I give up.
1: You're gonna keep, kick yourself. The uh, the girl. I think the girl. You think that was Christy Swanson? Right! Yes, Buffy! she was the original but, you Buffy know, you know who else was in that movie Who? Catherine Zeta-Jones is in that movie
0: that's right
1: that's what I thought you were going to say Catherine and uh, Treat, Treat Williams is the bad guy I think
0: that's right and he just passed away we just lost Treat Williams 4-1 Brent God I'm, I don't even know why I'm playing this <laughs> that's what I get for doing Billy Zane <laughs> I wouldn't have, well I guess you could do
1: Leo I guess but that's
0: uh, too easy The Running Man The Running Man
1: Oh, that's a cheat! I can't say
0: that. <laughs> I'll
1: say Richard Dawson, but he ain't this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I won't say him. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh,
0: I'm gonna say Moscow on the Hudson.
1: All right, you got that points. I've never seen or heard of that movie, so
0: <laughs> you got uh, that. Robin Williams. Robin Williams is in it. Robin Williams. I've never, that. never heard of that <laughs> one. Four two four two. Uh, were we doing? Uh, we we're doing movies, right? Or no? Next yep. one is no. Oh. You
1: you said running man. yeah, I guess. Okay, next
0: one. Okay, Warren Baby. Warren Baby. Fuck. <laughs> that was um.
1: Did he do that movie? I think he
0: did do that movie. Was he Bugsy. Oh shit! He was Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Who's the girl in that movie? <laughs> Damn it. That was like a big budget. It did not do well.
1: He Mm-mm. was Bugsy Seagull. My mom loves all those mafia type right. movies. So I've yeah, seen yeah. Your it. mom, your
0: mom. <laughs> shout out to your mom. She helped you out there. Uh, was it? Um, is Annette Benning in that one? Is it? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna lock my answer in and say Annette Benning and then we're gonna look it up. It's, she's in. It's
1: her. Yeah, that's who it is?
0: Oh shit! Okay, Annette <laughs> Bening. Annette Benning to you.
1: Uh yeah, I fuck myself things now. I don't know another movie. Um, with her in it. Uh. That Benny. Well, she wasn't in Dick Tracy. Uh, (laughs) She wasn't in Ishtar, was she? I don't think so. That's not who I'm thinking of. I'm gonna lock that in, fuck it. I can't think of nothing else. So if that's not her, then fuck it. right, let's
0: look up Ishtar. Notorious. Fuck, I just
1: remembered one. We just reviewed her. God damn it. I already locked it in, though. I ain't gonna do it.
0: Let's look at the My, cast.
1: I, f- I fucked that up bad just now. Damn it! It,
0: it happens, man. Like you, you get you. you just think, uh, Isabel, uh Adiani. Oh, from Possession. That's right. Carol okay. Kane is in it. Tess Harper's yeah, in you know, it. If she ain't yeah.
1: top, she ain't in. Yeah,
0: it. no, she's not in there.
1: Fuck! I forgot about Mars Attacks. It came right after I said that shit.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. She's the like the 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 hippie lady hmm Is it 4-3? 4-3. Yeah, Dang. <laughs> so Warren Bay was the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I won't do that one to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh he got game. Oh. I mean, why not?
1: Uh Denzel Washington. <laughs>
0: uh I will go. Um Shit! Talk about embarrassment of riches. Yeah, I say. I mean, do I go with the obvious?
1: (laughs) Yes, there's many options
0: in that one. Um, I'm gonna go Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. And that wasn't. I've never seen that one. Wasn't that Gene Hackman It is Gene Hackman. One? There we go. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna go Poseidon Adventure.
1: <laughs> Gene Hackman. Gene, Gene, Hack,
0: <laughs> Gene Hackman is in that.
1: Um All-Star cast. See.
0: That was a bunch
1: of people in that movie. A Who a ton. the fuck else is in that movie though? Fuck. <laughs> um i never seen the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, you, gotta,
0: you to got to watch that one. That's a good one. I've, I've seen bits of the remake
1: because I think Fergie died in
0: the remake. Oh, that's I, I would remake. rewind that and watch it over and over.
1: Uh, I don't want to just start naming big 70s actors. Was Burt Reynolds in it?
0: <laughs> he is not, sir. He is not. Burt <laughs> Reynolds is not in it.
2: <laughs> he is
0: not in it. Uh, I would have accepted uh, Shelley Winters. I ooh. would have accepted uh, Roddy McDowell. I would, have ah, accepted, I would have accepted uh, uh, the grandpa from uh, from Willy Wonka. I can't remember you know, his name. You
1: know, real shit, I thought that, but I didn't know his fucking thing. I Jack, didn't know if that would count.
0: Is it Jack Albert? Jack Albert? Jack?
1: Fuck, I should have just said the grandpa then. <laughs> I
0: would have accepted grandpa from- uh, Damn it. All right. Well, uh, we're all tied up. We're all tied up, kids. We're all tied all up. All right. Uh, here we go. I'm trying to get like more mainstream movies or something.
1: The people like, what the hell are they talking
0: about? Right. Nope. <laughs> Fight Club.
1: Oh, controversial opinion. I didn't like that movie that much.
0: Um You know, it has not aged well. It has not aged well. <laughs> Meatloaf. Oh shit, he was in Black Dog. Movie called Black Dog with. Um, All right. I can't tell you.
1: No, I say don't say. I I have no idea. What, oh, oh, that's not the truck movie. Is that the Patrick Swayze truck movie? Shh.
0: Don't don't say the name. It is the it is the truck movie. It is was, the,
1: that was that was Patrick Swayze right?
0: Right. I think he's in. it. Okay. I think Meatloaf is in that. Let me make sure.
1: Black Dog, 1998.
0: Yep. He's in yep. it. Mm-hmm.
1: Me Love and Patrick Swayze. There goes so yeah, Swayze. There you
0: go. Are you gonna say Swayze? Yeah,
1: pull that out my ass. You gonna say
0: Swayze? <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Oh, it's another one I can, that you can pull a lot from.
1: Um, C. Thomas Howell.
0: Um, I'll say um he was in there, right? oh yeah he's in there for sure you okay.
1: remember i think that the outside Oh, well, he's in both shit
0: yeah pony boy i was just gonna say the i was gonna say the outside
1: oh shit i just realized <laughs> my bad
0: but i you know what i'll say instead Oops. i'll say i'll say um i'll say e.t he's one of the he's one of the kids in the neighborhood in e.t
1: I didn't say soul, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, what am I trying to offend you? <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm gonna do that on the podcast one day. Um E.T., another movie I've never seen before. Oh no. Never seen before, but Drew Barrymore is in that, right? The Drew
0: Barrymore. Uh there I'll, you go. I'll say Charlie's Angels. Uh oh, and who to go with, with that one? Just Charlie's Angels.
1: Uh what the fuck is her name? My mind just blanked on her name. Cameron Diaz. Fuck. Uh, I'll say. I shouldn't have probably picked that name.
0: <laughs> I'll say something about Mary. Oh. Uh, Keith David. Oh, you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> you, you know. I to do it. You know I'm about mm-hmm. to say the thing. Come on.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, the thing. Don't want to do it. Why not? Kurt Russell. Fuck it. I'll say Tombstone. Mm. Uh Val Kilmer.
0: <laughs> uh ooh. Okay. Real genius.
1: Mmm. I forget
0: who directed that movie.
1: I've been on my list to watch for as I've never seen it before.
0: I think I kinda uh, you- I kind of cheated because there's not really anybody. Uh let me see
1: i about say is I have no idea. You might win. Because I have no fucking idea.
0: Yeah, there's really, there's really nobody else. So you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you. Let me. Do, there's okay. a. There's a couple of people you might get. Like there's like character actors. So you said Val Kilmer, and I said was Dick Miller in there. No, he wasn't.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. I
0: say he 80s. was not in there. Right. Um, Val Kilmer. I'll go. Um, I'll go kiss, kiss, bang, bang.
1: Oh, um, Robert Downey Jr.
0: That's right. Um, see, I could f you again because I could go on like another. I could go on. <laughs> I know Robert Jr. I know Robert Downey Jr. from the '80s, so I know a lot of. I'ma
1: say yeah. Uh. uh
0: I'll do Robert Downey Jr., I'll do um Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never seen that one. Uh... There's a million people in it though, so if you know a little bit about it.
1: I know nothing about it other than the box art. Uh just <laughs> oh, throw a name out there. Um Nah, that's Amadeus. He
0: probably fuck it. I don't know. F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, would have, I would have accepted uh Anthony Hopkins. Mm. I would have accepted Kevin Klein. I would have accepted Dan Aykroyd. I would have accepted oh. uh, Marissa Tomei. I Ooh. would have accepted Diane Lane. Ah. Right. So uh fuck you. I win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That gets tough though, because a, a lot of those movies you do blank on certain people or you just remember. I just never seen some of <laughs> them. Right. Some of them are, you know, that's a good game. Good game. Good game. Uh, yeah. So, like Warren Beatty, the movie they gave was Shampoo. The only other person I know was Shampoo oh. is Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. I skipped Melanie Griffith because her movie was Something Wild, which I don't, I know the box art, but I don't know who's in that's it. That's a criterion joint. Yeah. Right. Jonathan Demme, I think, directed it. That. Yes. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Who also directed the Talking Heads concert movie, which is stop uh, making sense, that's, and that's coming back to theaters in uh, August, I think. If you want to see David Byrne in the big suit, uh, check, yeah, it yeah, yeah. check it out. Check it out. I might have to check that out. If you've never seen it, it's definitely the most never coked it. out concert movie. I heard that's what makes me want to watch it. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy about Talking Heads in that era is their keyboard guy. Like the way they program their keyboard. Sounds very much like early Prince, early Mm -hmm. Rick James, like that, the real, like, squiggly kind of keyboards. But Talking Heads are being like, they were, they had kind of like a weird, almost funk uh, element to them. They were very new wave, but they almost had like a funk element to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're kind of a funky, weird, they're, 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 I love them. I love Talking Heads. My brother got me into them and I always liked them, but yeah.
1: I've heard if, a few of their songs. I just don't know them by name,
0: though. No. If you never, if you've never seen the concert, I mean, if you want to wait till it comes out on video, you could probably catch it on. The whole thing I think is out on YouTube, but mm-hmm. it, it's crazy because it's more like a performance piece at the start where he comes out with like a guitar and he's singing "Psycho Killer" by himself, and then as ah okay, yeah. th- then as he goes song by song, he adds more and more members to the band until he finally has the whole band out there, and then they do.
1: Did you you ever see the movie that he made?
0: Uh, uh, what the fuck's the name uh, of it? True Stories? There you go. True Stories, yeah. I saw that. We used to carry it at the video store. I haven't seen it in years. Never seen that yeah, one. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an interesting guy, uh, David Byrne. He's a very interesting, interesting art school guy, you know, just a lot of weird ideas. But yeah, It's uh, a Criterion movie, so I believe it. Is it really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Criterion release for that. Did you see that video John sent of all the Criterion uh, I didn't see that one. Check it out. I didn't. It's a video like somebody did a montage of all the Criterion stuff. I was watching the uh he had
1: the Wilhelm scream video. I was watching that when I saw in the chat.
0: Right. I had actually seen that before somewhere. That's crazy, right? The Wilhelm. Every yeah. sta- every Star Wars movie has it. Like <laughs> almost every Spielberg and George Lucas movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always that uh <laughs> I love that. I love that scream. Uh, Spielberg also uses um, the Lucasfilm like guys always use the same engine sputtering sound
2: for the mm-hmm. Millennium
0: Falcon, where the it's the hyperspace doesn't work. It's the same oh, sound. Oh, as, oh, yeah, oh, oh. it's the same sound as like the, the 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 engines in Temple of Doom when they're when yeah. they run. Out of, it's like the same sound, like and then like yeah, you're right. Love that. Love it.
1: Have you seen the new Indiana Jones movie? Yet? I
0: have not. I, no, really, I want right? to see it. Um, I'm a big Harrison Ford guy. I have a very sentimental spot in my heart for Raiders of the Lost Ark because that was the only movie that my whole family, me, my brothers, and my parents all saw together because my brothers had seen mm. it already and mm. they wanted my dad to see it. So we went, they dragged my parents, and I. You know, they, my brothers wanted me to see it too, but we all saw it together. My brothers had seen it together. They were already married. And so like they're why we all the whole family went and saw it. And my dad and it, we all just loved it. I just thought it was mm-hmm. I had already wanna see it because it was like, hey, that's Han Solo. I want to see this movie <laughs> with Han Solo in it, you know? Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so I have a soft spot in my in my spot in my heart for indie, Um, and uh, you know, I'm a big Harrison, I like Harrison Ford a lot, and I don't care if he's old. I know he's going to be old. I know there's going to be a lot of CGI. But just yeah. to see him do the character one last time, I feel like... I don't know. How do you feel about the the Indiana Jones series?
1: I love it. I'm honestly... Uh, I grew up watching them. One of the... I think... Yeah. I think it was the very first DVD box set I ever got as a kid was the Indiana Jones box set back in the day. Nice. So I, I've always watched them. And uh, I, one of my, I was just telling Anita about this. My, one of my favorite like Indiana Jones memories is actually the video game on Xbox. It was Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, I think. Yeah.
0: Name. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And uh, <laughs> my grandma had came over one day and was watching me play. And in that game, you can use the whip as a weapon. So I would just when she was she was laughing because I was just going whipping people and I was singing "Let It Whip" by the Dash Band, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like in fucking tears, laughing at the shit. I was, like it's, pay, it's payback time, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 she was she just, like tears came down her eyes. She was laughing at this shit.
0: That is hilarious. I remember those games. They uh, LucasArts did some good Indiana Jones games. Yeah, they had some pretty cool Indiana Jones games back in the day. The, the Curse one that of Atlantis on PC was that's a good right, one too. that's right. The one that was not good was the Atari 2600 Indiana Jones. Hey, that thing two was, controllers to play that one. That thing was terrible. <laughs> and I, I remember it had CT flies in it. I just remember that. I just remember it had CT flies, <laughs> and they would they, would, they wouldn't they would kill you, but they would irritate you, they would like set you back. I don't remember how they would do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking, you know, I know it's like you know, he's 80 years old. How, how, how yeah. much, how much ask can he kick but it's still it'll be good to see him put the hat on and the whip and hear the music and just see it in the theater one last time you know
1: I'm I'm curious about it though because I was just reading a review somebody was actually complaining about it they were saying that they couldn't get over because I guess the action scenes actually even with him being older they don't look bad right. so people were actually complaining about the opposite they were like oh this looks too good he's 80 years old I can't believe that he'd be fighting this well I'm like "What's well, the fucking movie they're not going to make him go out there in a wheelchair trying right. to fight <laughs> like that's the whole point yeah i mean that's a good sign to me then if he's complaining about how good the action is for an 80 year old
0: right 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 (laughs) i don't even mind the de-aging stuff so much no i think that always looks better on a movie screen than it does when you watch it on tv so when you see in the trailer um no i'm excited uh i'll go see it i you know i just want to hear the music it's like with the star wars movies like even though the disney trilogy wasn't great Sitting nah. in the theater, seeing the scroll go up, hearing the music like, there's something about that that, that you, you can't replicate that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that feeling in a theater uh, when you're at yeah. home. So,
1: it was even like that with Crystal Skulls. I saw that in the theater and I never hated that movie like ever. I always liked that. Movie. I mean, of course, of the at the time of the four movies, it was like the least, the lesser one, but right. it's still not terrible
0: to me, though. They're fun. I mean, it's fun, And, you know, if they're ridiculous, they're all ridiculous. I mean, I like, I, you know. As soon as he opens the door of the airplane in Temple of Doom and they mm-hmm. use a raft to jump out, you know that whole series is just like, well, this is, you know, we we're just we're throwing credibility right out the window. We're just going to have fun. <laughs> we're just going to have fun with it. And you know, I always liked when I was a kid, I liked as I got older, I I loved Raiders, but as I got older, mm-hmm. I kind of gave Raiders more the respect it deserved as a film because it's well made, like I tell people. That is an example of a nearly perfect movie because it's mm-hmm. short. It's not longer than it needs to be. Every scene advances the plot. Every You're, you're constantly on the go. Very little downtime. All the exposition works really, really well. Um, and, you know, it's great setting, great set design, great production design. All that stuff, it works. It's, a, it's, a, it's perfect. It's a flawless movie. Um, Temple of Doom is not that. But when you're 12 or 13, you, you know... The bugs, the the dinner mm-hmm. table, you know, all that stuff, you know, with all the kids, you know, saving, rescuing all the kids, people getting their hearts ripped out. That's, I mean, as a kid, that's the best. Like, that's, you I know. love
1: that shit, man. Right,
0: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was hype watching that one. I, I always like that movie. I know some people always say, well, after Crystal Skull, people was like, well, actually, it's not that bad. Right. Even before Crystal Skull, I, I always liked that
0: movie. I say that sometimes. I said, <laughs> Crystal Skull makes Temple of Doom look look great. But I always like Temple of Doom. I like Short Round. yeah. Yeah. My biggest knock against um, Temple of Doom is that Kate Capshaw is no Karen Allen.
1: Uh-huh. No, not at all. <laughs> Karen Allen was she never bothered me a lot either, though.
0: No, she's just, it's just like you you wish she was a little bit more self possessed, like you know, you know. They kind of mm-hmm. play her for comedy relief, and um, yeah. Karen Allen had some funny moments, like hitting the guy with the frying pan and you know the monkey the, that whole thing but it wasn't mm-hmm. she wasn't like a, a comedic character like that but she was tough she was tough i liked her i was glad to see her back in uh, crystal skull oh yeah i didn't hate yeah. i don't think i hated crystal skull it was silly they just kind it of was, embraced yeah. the silliness and i just think mm-hmm. the last few minutes kind of ruined it cuz it's like oh the for me with, oh, With yeah. the alien with the wedding and it. all that. Right. Oh, right, you about right. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, they forgot to get married.
1: Yeah. So I'm taking that she's probably in this new one, too. I don't know for sure. Though.
0: They don't show anybody. I don't know.
1: I wonder if Shia LaBeouf is there. That's the question. I can see Karen Allen being there. I don't know about Shia, though. <laughs> I love it.
0: I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I just heard um, Conan O'Brien just put out uh, his latest episode of his podcast, and Harrison Ford is on there, and it's really funny. He's really... Very dry, very funny. He makes Conan, <laughs> and it's cool because he's just a dick on purpose, yeah. To Conan, uh-huh. it's really funny. He's really good at that. If you watch the old clips of him on Letterman and Conan, he really likes kind of being an asshole. It's kind of funny,
1: yeah. I like that. I love it. anytime he does an interview, and somebody asks him, I just saw actually, he's for that movie too. He did an interview, somebody asked him, like, uh you know, after this, who would you like to see play? Indiana Jones. And he basically was like, motherfucker, I'm Indiana Jones. And I die, so does that character. <laughs> he didn't even like, even give a little play answer. He's just like, no, ain't nobody
0: else. It's funny how he, how he kind of really did take that character over. And when you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's really not playing Han Solo. He really isn't. He, Han Solo's different. Um, both characters kind of are, are not as good as they think they are. But yeah. Um, yeah, Indy's got a little bit more of a, a, a like a little different personality. It's kind of funny to see how mm-hmm. he plays that. But wh- wh- I watch Raiders, like I try to watch Raiders, I'll watch it a couple times a year, and I'm always fascinated by just how good Spielberg was. Spielberg was really at the top of his game at that point. Like, you know, oh like yeah. he was just, you know, just, I mean, everything just works so well. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for me, that's probably, that's, Pretty close to my favorite Spielberg movie, I think. Yeah, I think, think that might be. I like Close Encounters a lot. I like uh, Jaws a lot. I gotta watch that. Close Encounters is good, man. It's um, you know, it's hard to do those. It's hard to do alien movies, but uh, uh, it there's some moments in there. Where it's borderline, like so there's some some stuff in there that it's like not scary, but it's unsettling. He d- just coming yeah. of the stuff that he does, he comes up with. Spielberg so is really mm-hmm. good at that, making you watch. Like I, I've been watching a lot of reaction videos of people, people watching Star Wars, people watching Empire Strikes Back. Uh, some of my favorites were people watching Jaws for the first time and not thinking that it was like this movie from the '70s and it wasn't gonna. That they were just going to be cool with it, and they g- legitimately get scared. Legitimately, yeah. like, wow You know, just you know, when the <laughs> shark pops out and stuff like that, and it's like yeah, that just still credit works. Yeah, that's movies almost fifty years old. Credit Spielberg for that because that's mm-hmm. you know, very few movies from fifty years ago, like very few movies from the '30s could scare me like that in the '80s. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you you would. I mean, it was still you know. He'd be a little scared watching Frankenstein or something, but mm. it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like now watching Jaws. People, that's a legit, or people watching The Exorcist.
1: There you go. That's another one I've never seen. I need to watch that. I think I'm thinking on the, the show this year. I'm gonna watch that for Halloween at some point. There you go. I've never seen the original one. I've seen bits of the third one, but never – no, I'm sorry, bits of the second one. So
0: you Exorcist, that's a big one. Close Encounters is a big one. What are some yeah. other big movies that you've never – you've just skipped, that you've missed? Oh,
1: shit. Um, off the top of my head, Casablanca I've never seen.
0: That's right. another
1: big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Fuck off, I'd have to look at something real quick probably. Give me a director and I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: um, uh, Kubrick.
1: Okay, Kubrick. I've never seen Paths of Glory – I've never seen Barry Lyndon. I've never seen Lolita. I've never seen... No, nah, that doesn't count. I was going to say AI, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never seen... Uh, what's the, the one that they just restored? Um,
0: uh, uh, Spirit and Desire? Oh, I've never seen that either.
1: Uh, oh, Spartacus I own. I've seen that one. There's a review for that on Letterboxd, I'm Look pretty sure. Nice. Yeah, I think that's
0: it. I think I've seen all his other ones. Um yeah, paths uh, paths of, Path of glory. I just watched very recently. That was uh, very good. Uh, and then uh, Barry Lyndon, John had recommended it to me, and I was all, I would always I was always worried it was going to be really boring. I yeah, loved me it. Too. I it loved like three it. hours. I loved it. It was it was just beautiful to look at. It was just a beautiful. Mm. It, it was like watching a painting, honestly. But the character is good and the story is good. Like if you, the stories, uh, the story keeps you. Keeps you interested the whole time. It's, I, I, I watch it. On, John recommended me that movie for years and years, and it was finally on. I think it might have been on Criterion, and I yeah, said, you they, know what? They
1: put out a DVD of, or yeah. of it. Yeah,
0: I said, you know what? I'm finally. I'm just going to sit down and watch this. And and I was. John was not wrong. Uh, it was really good. So I was,
1: oh. Um. I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut either. I forgot about that
0: one. I've never seen that one either, but it's Tom Cruise, so I feel like you could let it go and you're okay. <laughs> I'm a hit or miss with Tom Cruise, man. I I Yeah. I like the Mission Impossible movies. Uh um, those movies. Uh I think for, I think I I really credit them with with Bond having to get their their, their shit together and uh and also that and um even though I'm not as into them the the Bourne movies. Obviously they showed that you could do a lot with I can
1: never get into the boring movies. I've seen the I've seen the first like 3 and I just I don't they was all right. All I think
0: it's just I, you know what it is for me I think it's just Mad Damon. Matt Damon. I think not, so, yeah. Not very uh I got to check out the Renner one cuz I like Jeremy Renner. I own oh, no, I got that Free on Voodoo for some reason. I did too. It, some, it, it was okay. that There's like 3 <laughs> of them. It's that What yeah. a There's a kids movie.
1: I got, um. it might be the same ones then, because I got Jason Bourne. I got Ice Age. Yes. I got the, the Ghostbusters with the, the female. That's girl. right. Yeah. All three. Yeah, yeah. I think there was something else, and I came around
0: with the four. Yeah, Voodoo, five. like, just yes. gave them to you.
1: You yeah. know, I was
0: like, why do I have this? I don't want to watch Jason Bourne.
1: Oh, it was one I got to pick from a bunch of movies, and I ended up just picking the Psycho remake by Gus Van Sant. Oh, with, so I got uh, with,
0: with Vince Vaughn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just was like, why not?
0: Why not a shot on the DVD? Why not a shot for shot remake? Yeah, right. Of one of the greatest movies of all time. Why not? That
1: shit is hilarious. I would watch that shit and just laugh all the time.
0: What is your third? What was your third movie this week, Brent?
1: Oh, another. Oh, speaking of criterion shit, one I had never seen before was Twelve Angry Men.
0: Oh, nice. Did you did you enjoy it?
1: Nine out of ten, four and a half out of five stars is what I ended up giving it. Oh, beautiful. Yes, yeah, so I had always heard about it, but never seen it.
0: It's weird you didn't you wouldn't think a movie that takes place in a single room like that would be riveting. Yeah, but it, it's really interesting, and it's cool
1: because it's not too long. It's like an hour and thirty six minutes long, so right? So it's just like perfect. It doesn't overstay itself too long, right? But yeah, it just it was funny too. And I noticed like when the movie first starts, I'm pretty sure it had like a like a kind of an overhead shot of the room, and as the movie goes on, and everybody's getting more heated, like the cinematography like starts to get like real closer up in the right. Place right so a claustrophobia popping in there
0: right Everybody's all sweaty everybody's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a super sweaty i forget is it raining outside it's like it's it like it starts a, raining yeah, yeah it
1: started the third act
0: right 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 yeah that's a great movie and henry fonda's really good everybody's really good in it yeah everybody. um yeah that's a great movie oh check out brent's uh, letterbox pick for that
1: yeah i got a whole review out there for you it was funny too because uh before that movie, now the only thing I knew Jack Warden from was the Problem Child movies. Ah, <laughs> it was crazy seeing him in there.
0: I just watched uh, Being There with Peter Sellers, and he's in that. He's in. That. Ah, have you never seen that? That's worth checking out. Um, that's kind of interesting movie. I think it's. I don't think people, many people, remember it, but at the time, it was kind of a. Kind of a big deal because he's basically playing Peter Schell is Basically playing what would we now would consider recognize like an autistic character, and um, oh, okay. he, he's he kind of lives this sheltered life in this. He's just gardens for this man, and the old man dies, and he's ousted from his house, and he has to like figure out how to live in the world. He's never been in the outside world, and mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where he like he's he just he's he's very everything he says is very simple and direct because that's just how he speaks and nah. but everybody kind of uses like they they kind of post they kind of project their own feelings onto him so everybody mm. ends up liking him because it's like oh you're a really good listener and uh and he'll say something <laughs> and just kind of like sort of agree or whatever and they'll be like yes yes you're so brilliant it's just one of these <laughs> it's really worth catching it's 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 kind of funny it's a little bit of a it's like a little bit of a dark comedy but uh, Jack oh. Warden plays the president and uh and it's in but Peter Sellers is really good. I was talking to my friend about it and we were talking about the way Peter Sellers and I was wondering if he did this on purpose because he was in Lolita with uh <laughs> with James Mason uh and that was also directed by Kubrick. I was wondering mm-hmm. it's the way he kind of plays the character um is a lot like HAL 9000 from 2001. Mm. Kind of the way he plays that that, you know, when Hal acts like he doesn't know what's going on, <laughs> it's kind of the the kind of the same cadence and kind of the same. It's kind of cool. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. It's called Being There. But uh, Jack it's Warden also
1: a Criterion release too. I
0: just is uh, it really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Jack Warden is also great in Used Cars with Kirk Douglas or not Kirk Kurt, Kurt. Russell. So, yeah. Kurt Russell. If you've never seen that movie, that is just that is great. That is a great. Uh, I think Robert Zemeckis did that.
1: And, I've never seen it, but I do know of that. Oh
0: one. my god! It has one of the. It has one of my favorite uh, uh, bits ever in it. And Jack <laughs> Warden, I think, plays two roles. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a funny one. Uh, that's a. I, people kind of forget it because it kind of came out a little before, like Vacation and all those other like John Hughes movies in the early '80s. But it fits right in that in that wheelhouse where it's kind of like Stripes, Caddyshack, like oh, it okay. fits right in that. It fits well with those movies. I thought it just doesn't get enough love, but, and Kurt Russell, if you've never seen him play something just straight comedy, uh, you know, like overboard or something, he's, he's good at, it. Oh, yeah. he's good at it or Captain Ron or any of those, you know, mm. uh, he's really good in it. He's, he's really, so yeah, Jack Warden playing two roles, like one guy's a bastard and one's cool. If I remember correctly. I see him looking at
1: it. it. says he plays Roy L. Fuchs and Luke Fuchs. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's written and directed by Robert Zemeckis. It
0: is Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. Jack Warden. He was a good actor. Uh, yeah. He, uh, what else? You said he was in. Um, the,
1: Problem the, the Problem Child. The Problem Child movies.
0: That's right. I main
1: thing I know him from. Is
0: that John Ritter?
1: Yep. In the first two anyway. That's yeah. right. They did a third one I was straight to video, I think, or straight to TV, whatever the fuck. You know, there was a cartoon too. Was there a
0: problem child cartoon?
1: It was. It was. On, it was a USA cartoon back when USA tried to have their little cartoon
0: block. Oh, what else? What other shows were on that?
1: Ah, uh, the main thing I watched on there was Mortal Kombat: Defenders of the Realm, the Mortal Kombat cartoon. Dang,
0: how was that?
1: I fucking love that cartoon as a kid. I got. The, I still got my bootleg DVD set somewhere that I made. They had that. It was a um. The, the street they made a, a Street Fighter cartoon, but it was based on the Street Fighter movie that came out so with
0: Raoul like Julia. Movie. Yeah, oh. it, was,
1: it was based on that, and then they had um I think there was an Action Man cartoon <laughs> that, that was is, on
0: there. That is fantastic. I didn't yeah, know I USA had that. cartoons. I don't think it lasted very long because
1: I know Mortal Kombat lasted one season. I think Street Fighter may have been one or two. Problem Child was one, I think.
0: <laughs> you just give it a shot. You never knew back in those days. You never knew what you could have a hit. Yeah. You could have a giant hit. Uh speaking of those, that's what I loved about the um that's what I loved about the the new Spider-Man movie. Every Spider Man, no matter if you saw him on like a one season cartoon or one video game, it is mm-hmm. in the Spider-Verse movie. I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was super cool. I thought it was cool.
1: I did I, I, I jumped in my seat when I saw Spider Man Unlimited show up. I was like, oh shit. Right. I forgot about that.
0: Right. And one of the yeah. scenes you saw, um, and they even showed him the little anime. he was like the short animated one, but that was from the Spectacular Spider-Man, which was on mm-hmm. when my daughter was little, and that yeah. was her first Spider-Man, and she lo- we loved that show, we'd watch every episode. Oh, okay. Uh, that was one, because it was like, he, he was in high school, there was no Mary, Mary Jane, they were friends, but he, it was like Gwen Stacy was like his best friend. It was a really oh. good one. It was a really, really good one. And had a Never good theme song. Fair. It had a it had a good uh, good theme. There's only two seasons of it. But uh Aww. my daughter was obsessed with that show. We watched we had it on DVD and we'd watch it over and over. It was a cool one. And they showed <laughs> him in there. I was like, oh my god, it's him! Spectacles yeah. matter, man. The the, the the insomniac games and the whole, one I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, this is great, man. This is everything. And what was it? Uh what was the other one? Peter Parked Car. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: There was a couple I missed. There was a YouTube video that was pointing out all the different ones. It was like I couldn't... I think the, the the big ones that showed up that, I liked, like I said, the Spider-Man Limited got me hyped. The you know, PS5 one, the 60s one. That what, the 60s?
0: Was he like, was swinging right at the camera? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I wish they played the music or something, but yeah. The
0: OG Spider-Man. Yeah, that was cool, man. I, I That was a great... My daughter's seen it three times. I've only seen it once. Mm. Her and her friend have gone back to see it over and over. They love it. Um. That, but that's what I would have done at that age. I mm-hmm. would, I would go see a movie multiple times if I liked it.
1: Yeah, I was just talking to Anita about that. So, like, I got all these movies, but it's like rare that I watch them
0: over again now because I got so fucking busy. Right. You got to really make time to like. Yeah. That, that's why for me the, the the digital movie club has been kind of a blessing because it's like I revisit these movies. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm at the age now where I'll just watch something. Over and over because I'm comfortable with it and it's fine. Yeah. And I don't need to watch a new movie. but I should watch new shit.
1: That's what I'm trying to do. As I was watching Phantasm and 12 Angry Men and shit. Right. Instead of just watching Mystery Science Theater all day. <laughs> so I could do. I, I sent Anita a picture. I was on the Peloton bike. And you can log into Amazon Prime on there. And I had all my digital movie styles on Peloton watching Mystery Science Theater, the movie. Yes. And I sent her a picture, and she just responded. She's like, of course you'd be watching that on the Peloton. Of
0: course. And you're, <laughs> you're working out with Mike in the beginning. You're working mm-hmm. out with uh, when he's, we're running on the treadmill. That's right. <laughs> um, well, what did they say? On, hey, look. What did they say on Mystery Science Theater? If you can't work out one, one, one day out of the year, you don't deserve a hot date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um uh I haven't logged on to the uh Gizmoplex which is the mystery science theater the members oh, yeah. we're members obviously. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have they put out any new material since the last Show sure. season finale, yeah, yeah, no, right?
1: They've done um, little like live things, in there, and they'll have like shorts pop up, but yeah, not not like they were doing before. It slowed down a little bit. They had something I forget what it was recently on there. Well, I, I
0: like that they, to I, like, I like, that they kept everybody's membership. I haven't had to renew. Have you? I, have- uh, I think, I think you're fine until the next season startup. Maybe. That's, I hope they have uh, money to do another one. I hope so too. <laughs> Did they you send out the? I'm, I know this is this is uh, this is inside baseball, but uh, have they sent out the, the the? They haven't, right?
1: Nah. Last thing I got from them was the uh, the, the, the 3D card. glasses. The oh Christmas yeah, cards. that's so
0: right. I got the 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. And now we're supposed to get our prizes. Yeah, I got my my
1: Blu-ray set should be coming sometime in the future.
0: <laughs> it was supposed to be like late last year. It was like supposed to be quarter four. 2020, ah, but you know what, COVID, I'm not. Yeah,
1: and they, they sent out an email, they were saying something about like they were going back and forth with the shipping people to try and get better rates for people,
0: right. which I
1: ain't going to complain about that. So
0: hey, look, <laughs> look I, I have nothing but patience for those guys. What we wanted mm-hmm. was the TV show. We got it. I thought, Yeah. I liked the season. I, I know a lot of people yeah. didn't like the different crews. I thought it was great. Mix it up. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I ain't got no problems with it. I used to love on the old show when they remember there was an episode where like the mads went in the theater
2: mm-hmm. or like
0: you know like they, they would swap it sometimes you know just to make it interesting. So
1: I forget what episode that was, but they did that one. I know in the sci-fi era they had Pearl and them going there. It was a quest of the Delta Knights, I
0: think was the movie. Right, they did in that one. right. I like the sci-fi era a lot, man. That was a good because uh, mm-hmm. I was getting those live. I was watching it every week. I, I, I liked that there was an overarching story. Uh, yeah. I like that they were using universal movies because those were a little bit more, um, they weren't good, but they were higher quality than what you were getting, you know. Yeah. Mole Man, all that stuff. They were B movies, but they had a budget. They weren't. Yeah. There was a big studio putting it out. It wasn't like filmed in someone's garage sometime, you know. Yeah, they
1: had a couple Paramount movies too. I think Diabolic and The Daily Bees were both Paramount
0: movies. That's right. I mean, Diabolique. I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, if you've ever seen the body moving video. For, by Beastie Boys and you've seen uh <laughs> you've seen Diabolik yeah with the with the uh the uh recipe for um fondue He's <laughs> that that's actually the fondue recipe in the video <laughs>
1: I, always, uh, I know it's probably controversial for a lot of people, but I, always, I think the sci-fi era is the best of all the mystery science theater eras. I fucking love those three seasons on there. That's all, a lot of my favorite episodes.
0: Are. Yeah, there's a uh, some of my favorite jokes, some of the stuff that my wife and I, mm-hmm. um, one of my all-time favorite jokes is, I, I don't think it's a movie that made it to DVD because I think it's in limbo, but I think it's Terror from the year 5,000.
1: Yeah, I think that's one they can't release, I think.
0: Yeah. I have it somewhere, and it's got the great gag where um, she, the guy has like a, he can put a rubber mask. He just basically face off. He mm-hmm. puts a blank rubber mask on somebody and it absorbs their face. And I remember he pulls the mask out and Crow goes, Oh, he's Martin Landau, <laughs> which is a great, uh, mysteries. And then the whole thing is a mystery impossible reference. And then the whole time he's, he's like doing the face thing You just hear Crow going, and Mike is like cracking up. He's still trying trying to get him to shut up, but you can hear Mike sometimes. They would make each other laugh. And like my (laughs) wife and I, anytime somebody wears a mask in any movie now, one of us will say, oh, it's Martin Landau. It's just a dumb, dumb, dumb joke. Um, There's also, I forget which movie it is. Mm-hmm. But the wraparound story is they're driving the satellite and they hit a monster and it's this really cute monster and then it eats Crow. Oh shit. And it tries to di- And at the end of the ju- at the end of the movie, Crow comes out and he's like, I made a meatloaf. And they're <laughs> like, Oh, this is delicious, Crow. And he's like, uh, say, what uh what happened to that creature we hit? And he's like, Oh, he's uh Juicy, and they're like, like, "What?" And then it was really funny. I forgot what movie that is, but uh, he's like, "I made a meatloaf," so that's another thing I'll say. Like, (laughs) it's another thing I like to throw out there. You of course, you of course are sleep in heavenly peace.
1: I sleep. I do that all the time to people. One of my favorite, one of the ones me and my grandma used to always, they would like always have her burst out laughing. It's a, there's a movie they did called Blood Water's of Dr. Z with the walking catfish guy. And uh, the whole movie takes place down south and there's like one black guy in the whole movie and, and like the sheriff just talks to him like super like racist-like and shit. And so they just start making all kinds, they call them people crackers. They start saying all kind of crazy shit. There's one part where they stay like do like a shot of a park and I think it's Crow that just says, oh, of course there'd be a white trash can or something like that. <laughs> And my me and fucking grandma would be in tears laughing at that shit. So every time we saw a white trash can, i am like, oh, of course there's a white trash can.
0: <laughs> they had some, they you know, some of that writing, uh, they really, uh, some of those jokes are so sharp. And it wasn't always just, I mean, they did so many kind of jokes that they would stick, right? Like you would do some mm. silly jokes. Some would be references. Some would just be quotes that you never heard of or yeah. things. And so you can watch that show again and, you know, you could put the show away come back five years later and you just know more because you've read something or yep. you, now you know about something you go back and you listen you're like, oh, that's what that joke means. I never knew that.
1: Mm-hmm. That happened a lot because I started watching this shit when I was like eight or nine years old and didn't know what the hell they were talking about at the time.
0: Right. The
1: more I started watching, but it was just like another one of my favorite guys me, and my grandma always laughed at too was from Pod People. When any anytime somebody's walking through the forest and they just start calling out different names from like old tv shows and shit <laughs> but it would always end with somebody saying chief and they'd be like mcleod, McLeod. that's right that's right i never knew what the fuck that was it would make my grandma like laugh so fucking hard and then one day i was watching like one of them old rerun stations. they was actually showing mcleod and i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a real guy and the, and the voice
1: sounds just like
0: that. Too. <laughs> mcleod yeah mcleod was on a three it was a it was Columbo, McCloud, and I forgot what the other one was.
1: Oh, what's it's the it's the the couple? What's the couple? I think uh, that's who that was. Fuck. Uh, McMillan and Wife.
0: McMillan was that and it? Wife. Boom. Hey. <laughs> so that's why when you watch like a season of Columbo, there's only like compared to other TV shows, you know, where there's like mm-hmm. 24 episodes. I think it's only like eight, six or eight because you know. they would like alternate. And mm-hmm. uh, that's why those shows were so good because it was like they had like time to. So they were like little movies, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Chief McCloud. One of my another one that I quote endlessly. There's two of them: Girls Town. Oh yeah. And uh, Village of the Giants. A <laughs> Village of the Giants. I always say, "Oh my, oh my word!" I get that. I got that <laughs> from there. Uh, you made my shirt a bra. I love you. Is an also from uh, when you're putting on your shirt and it gets on weird. Oh, you made my shirt a bra. I love you. And then. Um, uh girls god there's so many or like Gigantor, or when you see yeah. somebody with a huge ass um, <laughs> yeah man those are uh, season 6 has a soft spot for me cuz when my when my friend moved to Colorado she had cable and she would send us tapes she would tape mm-hmm. put three episodes on a tape and send it to us yeah. and so it was season 6 was where like that's where i first started watching it like for real you know yeah so that's kind of always got a sauce. But so the sci-fi one, too. I
1: think the sci-fi one, too, for me, because when I was a kid, it was still, it wasn't, like, live. It had been long canceled by the time I was watching, but I would record it because they would still play reruns every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., I'm sure. So I'd wake up early on Saturday mornings just to record that shit. That's great. I have the
0: tapes, too, somewhere. I have them somewhere. I got to see most of them live. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had known that, you know, you, you'd think it's just going to be on, you don't understand, yeah. you don't think about Oh well, they lost the rights to the movie, so you know, some of the even some of the DVDs,
2: yeah,
0: you know, are valuable because they're out of print. Yeah, because they're out of print. Thank God for um, for uh, Shout Factory mm-hmm. saving some of those. I like that. It was uh,
1: I was always hyped because I didn't know it at the time, but when I recorded the Bloodwaters of Doctor Z episode, I think that was the last time it aired on TV, like ever, on Sci-Fi. So I caught it right at the last time.
0: Oh, that one? That was the, the. Yeah. They never showed it again? They lost the rights to it soon after that. Oh, so you got it somewhere. Is it, you know, they're all, most of them are out. I think there's like maybe five or six that they can't get the rights to. Yep. Yeah, uh, I know it's like the Godzilla
1: 2 Godzilla movies they can't get. Right. I think Rocket Ship XM might be another one they can't get. The Terra from year 5000. The Deadly Bees, the one I was talking about. Yeah. Die by, no, Diabolic like is on DVD. I'm tripping. Never mind. Um, I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head. But yeah, it's about eight or nine or something. Uh
0: a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to our friend, uh, my buddy Noah. Uh they are gonna watch tonight uh for uh, for 4th of July, they are watching Delta Force with mm. Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin.
1: Never seen that one. I've seen Missing in Action. I didn't like it that much. I didn't like that movie. Uh
0: it is uh it's a very, very much a, a, a canon film. <laughs> i really? love canon film do you what's the name of the canon documentary what the hell is the name of that which one there's two of them <laughs> i forgot
1: <laughs> there's one that's called um the go-go boys and there's one called uh electric boogaloo
0: electric boogaloo is i think the one i've seen
1: i think electric boogaloo was the one that's like the fan made one that's everybody says it's better and then the go-go boys one was actually the canon dudes so it's like more swayed toward talking about them more so in the movies i think
0: right i, I like it though i just want to talk about those movies baby
1: <laughs> exactly because the electric boogaloo actually had the actors and everybody the other one was mainly just focused on them which was interesting still hearing it from them and then you see the other people talking about how trash that shit was
0: <laughs> oh, if you ever get a chance to watch some canon movies from the 80s please do watch breaking watch breaking <laughs> break 2
1: and death wish 3 that's probably the best one
0: Wh- which is <laughs> the one my, where he, which i always ask you this bro. which is the one where he has the machine gun? the 50 caliber machine gun. Oh, industry. with Martin
1: Balsam. That's he, the third one.
0: <laughs>
1: I got to watch that I, one. That's when he, he kills Gavin O'Hurley. He would have missile launcher at the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, there's a girl I'm going to, I'm going to send you i uh, I'm going to, I'm going to shout her out. I got to, I have to, uh, is the lady on YouTube. She's a, she does reaction videos.
2: Mm-hmm. She's
0: uh, Scottish. Hmm. And, uh, she's from Scotland. Uh, she does, she just did RoboCop of, I just oh, watched, okay. well, she has done RoboCop, I, I don't know how long ago, but I think her name is Don Marie, look up Don Marie reaction videos. She has some really great reaction videos and she watches a lot of fun, but she's been getting into like Western, she's been, I think mm. she just did 12 Angry Men. I think she oh, may have okay. just did, done 12 Angry Men, but she watches <laughs> a lot of different types of movies, but her reactions for for stuff is, are really fun because you're, it's like a whole different... Angle because you're looking at this you know it's like a like a Scottish woman you know probably like a, a millennial Scottish woman and she's watching these movies for the first time so it's really funny sometimes oh, okay. to watch some of those uh, but she does a lot of 80s movies I, I haven't seen a lot of people do things like break in or or um, um, uh, uh, Beat Street mm, someone's got to do so, someone's got to do Beat
1: Street. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I need. We need to do that. We haven't done that on home video hustle yet.
0: I gotta do that. Right. Or Wild Style. I ain't done that one yet either. I own them both though. The wild Style. Yeah. We have, I have a board game based on Wild Style.
1: That's what's up.
0: And everybody, what it is, you you have, you have your little tiles, and you 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 actually run around New York, tagging everything, and it's real time. So everybody's oh. putting down stuff at the same time to try to get <laughs> to try to fill up the map. It's really cool. Uh, oh, okay. it's really, really cool. It's, but it's like, yeah, who would, who would build a game based on that? But it's, it's cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Wild style. Is that what it's called? I'm looking. It's on my, it's in the pile somewhere. It's uh really fun. Uh, yeah, it's called Wildstyle. Okay. Just like the movie. Yeah. I
1: love that movie. And
0: then do some, do some early hip hop. Listen to some Africa bombada.
1: There you go. Mm hmm. Busy B Treacherous Three. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cold Crush Brothers. The cool, that,
0: that was uh did you ever watch the the hip hop evolution on the on the I've Netflix?
1: Seen, I've not seen all of them in full. I've seen like episodes here and there. The last time I watched one, it was about the uh the booty bass, Miami Oh, Bass. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's season I had to two. Watch that one. <laughs> That's season two. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating because I liked it. It was just all the people that are still alive, he's pretty much interviewing. Mm-hmm. So anybody who was around the scene back in the 80s, you know, he's he's what he's um he's been able to interview. Uh on the way home from the from the party that my wife and I went to tonight, uh I listen I wanted to listen to uh Climax Meeting in the Ladies' Room. Oh shit. Because <laughs> sometimes you just want to hear that song. And then I let the Google the algorithm uh pick the next couple songs and uh mm-hmm. new Edition, uh mm. you better cool it now. Uh um, cool yeah. Oh, that, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> How old was the lead singer of New Edition when that song came out?
1: Oh, Ralph Tresvant. I think that's on their second album. So that was like 85.
0: So it had to be about damn like 12, 13 maybe. Man. He still sang like he still he still still sang like a young Michael.
1: Yeah, uh, especially listening to a fucking Candy Girl. That I the candy
0: first Girl, oh my God, bro. Yeah. That takes me back to like a very specific time in my life. It's
1: 1984, Okay, I was a year off.
0: <laughs> you better cool it now. Ooh, watch out. You're gonna fall, fall in, in love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my mom's, but like hers... Favorite one of her favorite groups. She has all her their albums on uh vinyl from when she was a kid. She still has them. All. Really? Yeah. Dang. I don't know
0: about all of them, but she has a lot of them. You better cool it now. Uh what a great time. 80s. That was on the same that was on the charts at the same time. Well, that was 84? Yep. Dang. That was the same. That was the same year we got Van Halen's nineteen eighty four. Think about that. Though Van Halen and that song were on the charts. In the same year. That's, that's how crazy the 80s were.
1: Ralph Tresman was
0: 16 when that song was recorded. Oh, man, he could still hit those high notes. <laughs> he sounds like a little kid.
2: He, he, sounds does, like, yeah. he sounds
0: like Frankie Lyman or somebody from the 60s, you know? Like, you <laughs> know? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. You better cool it now. Uh, yeah, the new edition, that was the, they were the first band like that. They, all the other bands <laughs> that came after I feel like they just all boys to men, all those guys. Yeah, definitely. They were just all in the shadow. Style. Yeah, they were just in the shadow of a uh, new edition.
1: Oh, the uh Frankie Lime, You ever see that video? It's like I don't know what the hell show he was on, but he was like singing mm. and they kept cutting to all the girls in the crowd and they were all just looking like they didn't know what to do. They,
0: they didn't know they didn't know he was black. They thought
1: he was a yeah. white kid. They
0: thought he was a white kid and they were just like,
1: He came out, they turned their noses up so hard, it's the funniest shit. <laughs>
0: I was that's so it, yeah because you know what it is they're on TV if there was nobody mm-hmm. watching they would have been into it but they're on TV yeah. if mom and dad see that they're gonna they're gonna be in trouble Isn't take this, your allowance away th- yeah it's so <laughs> funny they're just sitting there like stone faced they're
1: just <laughs> <laughs> one is the one is like one girl is like chewing gum and she just keeps looking side to side like, <laughs> uh, uh, take the camera off
0: <laughs> I think you posted that.
1: I think, I, every time I see it, I repost
0: it. I think you post that. Yeah, that's one of those ones that lives forever. Like uh, that's one of those ones that lives forever. Like it's Friday in California. Shoot! You know, <laughs> it's the way he does the little thing with the with the with the clink clink. with, clink. You know, with the cliver, with the cleavers. <laughs> it's the best. <sighs> I don't I know that. What, this-
1: Old Japanese Power Rangers shit.
0: <laughs> I don't know where you found that, but it's hilarious. And whenever you drop it in, it makes me laugh. Because you know what it is you dro- <laughs> you don't drop it in every week, but somehow I no. forget. I forget about it, and then just when I like it's almost gone away, boom! You 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 drop it back in there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I got, I got to make you forget, and then I break it back
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. In today, it's Friday <laughs> in California. Oh,
1: it's saved in my phone somewhere. I'm trying to find it. It's in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> you have to find it. Well, just go back to your post because you posted it last week.
2: Oh. Today is finding
1: in California. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh, that is so Crazy.
1: I said, edited to the right after The shoot, he just abruptly just cuts out. <laughs> we uh?
0: actually
1: on we did that on the Patreon. We actually watched that episode, like the entire thing, for the whole context of it. And the whole episode is hilarious too, though.
0: How was it? Give it a give it a, give it a numerical. Give me a star.
1: I think I gave it a seven out of ten, three and a half stars. Nice, nice. Because <laughs> the whole episode is uh the mo- the monster that the Power Rangers are fighting is like a. It makes it puts them in a manga, and so it's like drawing a bunch of shit to fuck with them. And that scene is like one of the rangers got took away from everybody, and that's the scene he got put into. And he's like trying to run away from the little cop dude, and he's running through doors, and he keeps opening up into more doors over and over again. Oh. It's almost like phantasm.
0: Hell. I love it. <laughs>
2: it's
0: all it's all horrific, and it's little kids watching it. It's, yeah, it's all this existential horror, and it's little kids watching it. And love we that. loved it. He <laughs> loved every second of it. I got to go back and watch uh, um, all the original uh, uh, Power Man. I have them. Not Power Man. Ultraman. I have them on DVD. My friend gave them to me on DVD. So They're still releasing them too. There's so many. There TV. are so many shows. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like them damn Power Rangers. There's <laughs> a ton of those. Or what, what is it called in Japan? It's uh, Super Sentai.
0: Right. I think they somehow spin off of Ultraman. Somehow there's a, I think I've seen like there's some connection. There's, there's some connection. There's some connection. I, I believe
1: think. it. I don't know. I used to, when I was a kid, because I love Godzilla movies growing up. When I was a kid, I always got Ultraman confused with Jet Jaguar.
0: Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> they kind of look like each other. Mm, they I always look, thought it was the same dude. <laughs> right. There, uh, pre There's a, a show that predates them, uh, Ultraman, called uh, uh, Johnny Sacco and his... giant robot robot. yeah yeah or we just called a giant robot but he looked like a sphinx and he kind of had the missiles on the missiles Mm -hmm. in his hands and he would do this weird like (laughs) i used to love that it was a black and white though yeah i think maybe maybe, but yeah that's good stuff oh i couldn't get enough of that stuff i couldn't get (laughs) enough of those giant those kaiju like i couldn't get enough as a kid
1: Oh, it looked like Shout Factory released that on DVD, too. So Damn, there you
0: go. Shout Factory's there for all my all my nostalgia needs. <laughs> I
1: think they put out all the Sentai shows, too, over there. Yeah, yeah they do, actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: if you have Shout Factory TV, you can watch all of the Ultraman shows on there.
1: On Pluto, I know Um, there's a whole channel that just shows nothing but that shit on Pluto. Really? Yes, that's all they play is Ultraman and Sentai and Kamen Rider and all that shit like. Kamen that. Rider, that's another one, the guy with the
0: motorcycle. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I
0: love that stuff.
1: It's like it's, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Shout Toka and Cometsu or some something. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. But it's there on Pluto.
0: <laughs> Tokametsu?
1: Is that what it is? Maybe that might be what it is. Yeah, yeah like there it. you
0: go. I, tokamatsu? I don't know. I don't know the words either. But I've seen I've seen the <laughs> word you're talking about. Yeah. I don't want to bastardize someone else's language, but
1: yeah. No, listen, I, I don't fuck it outside. So right, it. right. It's right. on Pluto.
0: <laughs> Check it out on Pluto. Uh Unofficial. I have a friend that works for Tubi. I should start. uh I should start hyping them. You watch. You watch a lot of Tubi. I fuck. Honestly, outside of Criterion
1: Channel, like Tubi is my favorite fucking streaming app. Bro. Really? <laughs> I fucking love Tubi because that's where you get all the. Like I've I've complained about it many times where it's like you don't really get like the the black movies in the theaters no more. You get like one every now and again, or you get like the Medeas young. It ain't like back in the 90s, you had Boys in the Hood and like deep cover and class acting. Like it was a variety of black movies. And then it got to the point where everything was the same. Right. Where he's like, you either had the movie, you had the of course the Medea movies for a while, or you had the like the the guy he's trying to like kill his wife and hunt heart and like harassing the family type movie. Right, right, right. Like no good deed, I think, must one of them. And then you had the what's the one Beyonce obsessed. Right. Or the, the white girls trying to steal Idris Elba from Beyonce, like those type of thriller movies. You, that's pretty much all you got for a while. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't like most of those movies. But with Tubi, independent black filmmakers just said, "Fuck it, we are gonna make everything we wanna make, and it's gonna be low budget as hell, but it's still great." So this, like we last year on the whole, we we did a movie called Trapping for Christmas, and I I told my brother that's right up there with the Grinch. Now, as every year we're watching Trapping for Christmas, now. <laughs> and we me and Cameron still be playing the soundtrack too. That's great. <laughs> Who's in it? So, I have no idea. <laughs> it's I a bunch it. of people. I no, no big actors. I forget the. Let me find the guy's name because the one guy's name we fucking burst out laughing at in the credits. I don't, I don't even know if this is on IMDb or not. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. 2021. Oh, of course, his name, there's only three people listed in the cast, and he's not one of them. So I have no fucking idea what
0: the name is. I'm looking it up right now. Trapping It's directed,
1: directed by uh, Midnight, or written by Midnight Black, though. There you go. Wow. <laughs> what did I get? I can't remember will we ultimately gave that. Where's oh, it's Trapping
0: four, four, the number four. The number four, yeah. Trapping for Crimson. Oh, here's it. You want to read the synopsis? You want me to read the synopsis? Yeah, give it's it to me. This is on Tubi. All right, here we go. A sweet grandmother in Atlanta is about to lose her family home, but not of <laughs> her two clever and off the chain grandsons have anything to say about it. <laughs> it's
1: the fucking best, man. I'm gonna have to watch it. Trapper for Christmas is on the, home of the hustle. Cameron gave it a nine. I gave it a ten. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. That's a new Christmas staple in the Homeville Hustle household. Anita better get ready.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. There's so many movies. I was like, I gotta, I want to get all y'all on the podcast again because there's so many movies I want to make John watch shit like Trapping for Christmas just to see John's reaction to it. <laughs> I
0: love I love, I love this it. poster. The poster for I'm looking at the cover for Trapping for Christmas. Which which it,
1: covers? I've seen a couple of it, them.
0: it's it's this, this one right here with got
1: the yep, that's
2: the one. <laughs>
0: That makes like you want to watch it. That makes you want to watch it right there. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. There was a time, um, you don't you kind of think it would be that way with but but streaming is so expensive that studios aren't gonna take a gamble. Netflix prime, they're not gonna take a gamble with those low budget stuff. But little you know, little services like Tubi, Pluto, they need programming. So they'll yeah. take it, they'll just be like, Hey, yeah, we'll take it, you know. So that's Mm kind of nice. That's kind of a nice outlet. I'm gonna have to. I love it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, shout out to my friend. uh, I I don't want to say her name because I don't want to get in trouble. But she does work for uh, Tubi. So yeah, I'm gonna Yeah, cool. They do good work over there. So so go go check it out. It's free. Yeah,
1: I got an account. I signed up for it and everything. You know, it's funny when HBO Max got rid of a bunch of their shit recently. A lot of it ended up on Tubi.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're probably picking it up for cheap.
1: Mm-hmm. When, we, you, uh, when you did Blade on y'all show, we watched it on Tubi.
0: <laughs> there you go. See? How many commercials did it run?
1: Not many. You know, Tubi has actually gotten better with commercials. I think Blade is like, what, about almost two hours long? It play maybe like four commercials.
0: Oh, that's not bad at all.
1: And it's not like it was back in the day where they would just abruptly just pop up at random points. Like, they come up at, like, spots that would seem like that's where a commercial would play. And it even tells you, like, an ad is coming in five, four, three, two. So you know it's coming. Oh, not that and I was telling Anita, like, because she, she hates watching stuff with commercials. I was like, I don't know, I guess because I'm a child of the 90s, but commercials don't bother. Sometimes it's nice to have a little break that you can walk away right. and grab a water or something. That's what we used to do. Yeah.
0: I mean, oh, if, yeah. if you think about it, what's the difference between that and I got to go to the bathroom and me pause the show real quick. Exactly.
1: Same as pausing. Yeah. I got this text.
0: Let me pause this. And do like, No. Nah. Just watch the damn movie. We'll let the commercials ride. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't. If it's, they don't, I've I noticed if I'm watching TV, like it, the only time it screws me up is if it's at night and I'm trying to like have some go, something on in the background and just kind of zone uh, out. Yeah. Then it throws me. But I'll watch. I watch sports with. There's look. I watch a, base, a three-hour it. baseball game. Every five minutes, there's a a whole slew of commercials. You know. No. say so after every
1: strikeout, show a commercial.
0: Break. <laughs> right after every you know after every inning, I'm watching commercials. You know. So, you know, that's, that's, that's two breaks an inning. That's 18, that's 18 breaks, at least. And then they start changing pictures. That's more, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know.
1: You know, funny enough, um, when I was a kid, when I would record at Mystery Science Theater on Sci-Fi, I actually had it down to a science when the commercials are coming on and I would stop the recording and I would restart it again when I knew it was about to come up. Because if I remember right, it go to a commercial. There would be five commercials... Oh, I'm sorry, four commercials. Then they would do like the little sci-fi channel signature. Then there'd be two more commercials and then it would come back on. Wow. And so after and so the, the, the signature, I would hit play because if you let the VCR sit too long, it would take the tape back a few seconds. Right. So i had to hit play and stop it again right at the end. And then I hit record again. Like I did that whole process. And now there's a channel on YouTube. I think the guy's name, he, his channel is called Taro Calbitt. Just Carl Talbot with the letters moving right. around. And uh, he uploads all of his old Mystery Science Theater tapes with the full commercials intact. And that's pretty much how I watch all my Mystery Science Theater now so I can just laugh at all those old-ass commercials. Right,
0: now it's like a time capsule.
1: Yeah, because he uploads, like, most of them are the sci-fi, or no, I'm sorry, but the Comedy Central era ones. But the sci-fi ones, I swear, a couple of those, I was like, I was fucking there. Like, I remembered this shit. Like, those right. commercials and the movies that are playing, I'm like, I think I saw this live.
0: <laughs> uh, it's funny, when you go back and you watch a show that people uh upload and it's intact and it has commercials and stuff you remember you're like oh or sometimes uh, me and my wife will sit here and just watch like a old like saturday morning commercials compilation you're like oh my yep. god i remember and it's like 90 minutes and we'll sit there and watch the whole thing And it's like mm-hmm. we used to hate these when we were kids and now it's like i remember that i remember that i remember that yeah. kid yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Me and Cam do that all the time. Like before, when we set up the podcast, we would turn on those like, uh, like commercials that two thousands kids will remember. That type of shit, right? And we just sit there and watch them all for hours, like you said. <laughs> I love that shit. I love it.
0: All right, Brent. It is. Well, we've been at it for a long time now. I'm not surprised, <laughs> but that's what always happens. So you know, the kids. This is it's America's birthday. So I hope you, we're going to put this out. Uh, I'm going to have this out sometime today.
1: Maybe yeah, yeah. I
0: think I'm going to. I think I'm going to after I say goodnight to Brent right now, I'm going to finish up my laundry and then I'm going to edit this and we'll have it out for you for a little America's birthday surprise. Uh, yeah. You know, cause you know, me and Brent are just the most, <laughs> when you think of America.
1: I <laughs> <No>, right? <laughs> the most American
0: motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. World. Yeah. We're like GI Joe over here. That's uh, right. That was a show I had down when I used to tape, I could record GI mm, G. Joe down to a science. I've never looked
1: at GI Joe before.
0: I used to love that in the Transformers.
1: Never looked at the Transformers cartoon. Either.
0: <laughs> Transformers cartoon was better than the comic book. GI Joe comic book was better than than the cartoon. Ah, okay.
1: I heard that. Um, I guess this is a slight spoiler. Do you care about the new Transformer movie?
0: No, you can. Oh, somebody told me that there's like a GI Joe oh, okay. thing in there, right?
1: Yeah, they they, they team up with GI Joe at the end, so I guess there's gonna be a crossover in the next movie.
0: There was a. They did a four issue crossover back in the '80s. They did a four issue crossover.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like guess it takes place in, in the
0: same universe. It's just the world. Real world. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I only I liked the first Transformers movie. It was fine. Um, ah, I don't like that. Um. I, it was okay. <laughs> it wasn't great. I, I liked that it was the voice of the Optimus Prime. I like that. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I remember, I remember seeing. I saw the first one in the theater and I was like, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. I never cared to watch any more than that. Right. And then we watched one called The Last Night. I don't know what number that is, but me, Cameron, Chris, and a girl I was with at the time, we all took turns falling asleep and waking each other up in that movie. <laughs> That's all I remember.
0: Sleeping in shifts during the transform. Yeah, the, none of them. Are, I, I've only seen the that first one. Sucked. I've only first seen the first
1: uh, uh, one. It's like a five or a six. I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, it was not great. I mean, it's Michael Bay, so you got to remember. Yeah. Got to remember what you're dealing with, you know? <laughs> he, he should only make bad boy movies. That's the only thing you there should you make. There you go. Well, hell, he didn't even make the third one. That's probably the best one. <laughs> well, oh no, he made The Rock. I'll give him The Rock.
1: No, that's true. I'll yeah, The Rock. But that's
0: more dude. because of Nick Cage and, and Sean Connery than anything else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And yeah, William
1: Forsyth. When it's get to fuck the prom queen. That's yeah. right.
0: <laughs> and and uh, William Forsyth.
1: Oh, you know it's funny? You know what's on Criterion Channel right now? Give Zardoz. Time.
0: Oh God. Oh, I gotta I'm- check for July. I gotta see what's up in July. <laughs> I thank you for inviting me. I'm gonna check that out right now and not watch yes. Zardoz. What's it I'm under? What's it. the what's the head? Of- There's uh
1: the AI is the yeah. thing. Oh Jesus. They got Johnny Mnemonic on there too. I love that Johnny Mnemonic is on the criterion says I love that movie. I, <laughs> I forgot about that. I fucking love Johnny Mnemonic. I'm not- That's what got me into William Gibson. Was that movie?
0: Hey, there you go. <laughs> Cyberpunk.
1: Yeah. I read that what's, book the I
0: in, what's the other one? What's the other one? Trancers, Trace. What's it William Gibson? Um
1: uh, Neuromancer. Neuromancer, that's what it is. Yeah, that's I got it. that book somewhere.
2: <laughs> good for you.
1: I gotta uh, get that. I gotta edit the podcast too. I need to we did Creed 3 on the podcast. I gotta edit that. Oh, I wanted to see that. It's out right now. It's it's, it's I'm almost falling, but it's pretty fucking good. It's I, They got a higher score than Anita expected me to give it. I'll say that. Cool. I,
0: I I liked all the Creed <laughs> movies, so uh I'm I'm
1: looking forward to it. I tell you real fast, like I, and this might be controversial. Of all the movies, the Rocky and the Creed movies, it's my favorite one out of all of them.
0: Because it takes so. place at Dodger Stadium, I saw that in the preview.
1: I fucked me up when I saw that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, I know that place." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it looks good from the preview. It looked intense. It's, it's it good. looked it's intense. Fun. Yeah, I just watched if the. You first. like
1: anime? You'll like it.
0: <laughs> oh shit!
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a. I ain't gonna spoil it, but yeah, there's a whole anime sequence almost in that movie. I'm gonna have to check
0: it out. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to watch it.
1: It's I have to go back Prime and right
0: I have to go back and watch Creed 2. I watched it, and I can't remember it. For the life of me, I can't remember a lot of what went on in Creed two. That was the
1: three Creed movies. It's the weakest one, but I still like it though. Yeah. I think I gave Creed one an eight. I gave Creed two a seven, and I gave this one something.
0: Okay, I'm gonna, I watched. <laughs> I just watched Creed uh, the original a couple of weeks ago, so I'm ready to watch Creed two.
1: As Creed two, I think all three are on Prime right now. I know three Creed three is on
0: Prime. That's yeah. why we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been watching uh, Strange New Worlds? I haven't watched any of that. I need to watch that. That's it's worth checking out. I mean,
1: meaning to, I fucking forgot. I was watching Discovery and fell off of that too. So I need to finish that damn show.
0: Uh, Discovery's hit or miss for me. Uh, yeah, but uh, Strange New Worlds has been pretty consistently, consistently pretty good.
1: Well, they said that's like close to the old school Trek. with right. Any of the newer shows, that right. and Enterprise and all that other shit. That's why I like it. That's what I like. You have to check it out. They got books for it now and everything I saw Barnes & Noble, so it must be hidden.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope they keep cranking it out. Uh, just do a five-year mission and then hand yeah. it over. Hand it over to Kirk. I guess it's going to, it's, it's going to
1: catch up with him at some point. Maybe they'll do a new Kirk or something. I don't, know. But I don't know. That timeline is so fucking weird in Star Trek now. I don't right. know where it shit takes place.
0: Right. Well, they just did another thing this this week where they they pushed the whole – I'll give you a minor spoiler, but they, they pushed the whole con eugenics oh. wars timeline. They oh. pushed it later into the, um, but they give a reason for it. I don't want to ruin anything for it. Oh, okay. So this last episode, they basically do, it's kind of like the, it's kind of a tribute to City on the Edge of Forever a little bit. Oh, okay. It was really cool the, the way they did. It was really cool. They came up with some cool stuff, so it's worth checking out. Check out um, – I like it a lot. It's fun.
1: Yeah, I need to watch I got Paramount Plus. I need to watch this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Be- I just like it because it's its fun tracking. You don't have to – there's a kind of an overarching story, but it's enough that, like, each episode of each week is, like, a different adventure, and they just kind of, you know – Old school episodic. Right, right. You know, there's, there's overarching stuff with the characters and stuff. It carries over week to week, not like the old show where, you know – but each week is, it's not like you have to watch the whole, like it's one continuous story. It's mm. different adventures from week to week. So, so how's Picard, Dan? <laughs> I have not watched Picard. I have not watched it. I ain't either. So, I've heard, I don't know enough about all the other treks to watch it. I feel like you need to know a hell of a lot because there's, I think there's people from different shows, right?
1: There's definitely people from Voyager in there, and I've never watched any of Voyager. Right. I've seen I've seen some of all of them except which I think I need to right. watch this.
0: I don't, were there any Deep Space Nine characters on that thing? Not that I heard.
1: No, that's that's the show I like the most. They don't ever get nobody
0: <laughs> right because they're on a space station. So you're just kind of like, that's well,
1: true.
0: you know, I guess. Yeah, they got the they got the ship.
1: I can't think of the fucking name of it now though. But yeah, they got a ship somewhere.
0: <laughs> they can fly around. Yeah,
1: just team up with Babylon 5. There's a new Babylon 5 movie coming out. I'm fucking hyped for that.
0: I never watched Babylon 5. Was it cool? I fucking love Babylon 5, man. It's on Tubi. <laughs> I'll try, maybe I'll start watching it. Maybe that'll be I my next. I love it. I know Walter Koenig is in it.
1: That's Yeah, playing as kind of a bad guy.
0: I won't spoil too much.
1: Candy. I don't know.
0: I like Chekhov's in it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I like TV sci-fi.
1: I really do. I love it. I missed that shit, man. That's why I need to catch up with Star Trek because that's yeah. the only thing really like that out there.
0: Yeah, well, I think you like and Strange New Worlds is super cinematic. It, every episode feels like I mean, they they do so much with the with, the, you know, uh setting the the scene with like all the special effects and stuff. It's really good. Really, really mm-hmm. well done. Like you can't complain about it. And yeah. it's like there's some there's some of the characters that you will know from classic Trek. In their younger days, uh, I'm not going to tell you who's in it. There's a couple. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> so I won't say if, a few who's in it, but um, mm-hmm. but then there's you know Captain Pike and Number One, and it's all the people you see in the pilot, in the original mm-hmm. pilot, the of the what is it, the Menagerie, not the well it became uh, the Menagerie, um, the cage, the, I think, the cage, yeah, yeah. And so you know, it basically picks up from there. But it's cool, man. I like it a lot. I, I, I it's fun. It's just tricked to me. It's like. Uh, I don't know. I think I think um Deep Space Nine not Deep Space Nine. I think sometimes um uh next Discovery. generation gets a little that too generation. too serious and I just yeah. get like the oh, you know. I just want to have adventures in pew pew.
1: <laughs> it's funny you say, that's one of the reasons I like Deep Space Nine so much is that there was a lot grimier on that one. <laughs> Right. That's when it, it catches my eye. Not even, as I know a lot of people, like, oh, you just said because it's the black guy. True. I do like that it's the black guy. But it's also <laughs> Nothing awesome.
0: wrong with that. Hey, look, there's a reason Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan, is my favorite movie, bro. There's a there reason, you right? You know? <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. It's like, Real
1: quick, too. What is that called? Um, the There was a documentary that's um fucking, wasn't it, uh, William Shatner did, where he went to talk to all the different captains from the show. Oh, it's called
0: The Captains, I think.
1: That's right.
0: You've seen it before? I've seen parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, the part where he talks to Avery Brooks or the, the captain from D Space Nine is the best. Because William Shatner is like talking a bunch of goofy shit. And the whole time, Avery Bush is just like playing the piano, ignoring the fuck out of him. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. <laughs> I loved it just for that one clip. The documentary was whatever, but that one part is the best. Hopefully, YouTube has it isolated. Go look for it, folks.
0: I have to find it. I have to find it. He's just ignoring us.
1: He's just like laughing and doing something else. <laughs> it's the, I was in tears when I saw that the first time. That is the best.
0: Time. Yeah, Shatner's a win back. I mean, you know, yeah. It, you know, I like. The, I know Stark hates. That's why Captain Kirk's great because he's mm-hmm. he's not like William Shatner. No, nah, not. At- <laughs> I would rather have William. Sh- I would rather have uh, Captain Kirk than William Shatner. That's that's just a, you know. But I thought Chris Pine played him very well. In yeah, the, I,
1: love, I love those movies.
0: I wish they would do one more, but I guess they're not. I guess they're done.
1: They kept teasing that it was going to be a fourth one directed by Quentin Tarantino, of all people, but. I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> oh, no. He'd probably you say the K word.
1: <laughs> well, I heard that he's supposed to, he's working on some movie anyway. It's supposed to be his last movie and then he's done. Right, so he ain't
0: doing it. Yeah, what's he gonna do now?
1: From what I understand, it's a movie about a film critic, so you can imagine where that's probably gonna go.
0: I you know, with his last one, I wasn't sure how that was gonna turn out and I I kinda I liked it. Except for I've the never Bruce Except for the Bruce Lee part, I liked it, so
1: yeah, I know. Uh, Bruce Lee's daughter still t- talks about that on social media and yeah, everything. It
0: was dumb. It was a dumb decision. But uh, yeah, it, we'll see. We wrap, we wrapped it up and then we did another twenty minutes, Brent. We do it every time. That's so what we do. So we, do, we, I'm giving you the Mexican goodbye. Like we, I say goodbye, then I go, <laughs> then I circle around, then we talk at the door, then we talk at the car, and then you know, mm-hmm. kids are asleep in the back seat, and we're still saying goodbye. So we do. <laughs> So we do all right. Uh, well, Brent, have a wonderful uh, 4th of July. I'll see you. Uh, oh, yeah. you too. uh you're not gonna be You won't be able to guest on the show this week. You have uh, thing, you have plans. Yeah, gotta so, get Anita from the airport. <laughs> sh- we don't want to tell everybody what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. I just want people to know what you're
2: doing. <laughs>
1: they didn't hear that part. It's fine. Well, uh, we'll see.
0: We'll, we'll uh, hopefully Anita here hears this. This will be like a nice visit for her. Um, you
1: know. I didn't tell her it was recording. I don't, I probably ain't gonna tell her. I'm gonna let
0: her find out. Yeah, we <laughs> let give the kids a thrill. Give the kids a little yeah. thrill. Let them know what's up. Merry Christmas to you, kids. <laughs> Christmas in July. That's what we're hey, calling. That's what we're gonna call this episode. Trapping <laughs> Trapping for Christmas in July. There you go. You guys put a trap in though. Trapping. I a P P I N apostate.
1: That's right. Trapping
0: for why do they call it trapping? Because are they are they?
1: You know the funny thing. I, do they trap in that movie? I was I gonna say. They, I don't think they. Ah, oh, fuck! I don't remember no more. I remember them like trying to sell shit at a pawn shop in that movie. I'm.
0: A, I'm gonna check it out. You gotta. Watch, I'm telling you, I'm gonna rewatch it at some point. It's gotta be on the, <laughs> the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. We'll come over you, here. It, we'll come over here. We'll make hot chocolate. Yeah. The whole family together. Watch Trapping for Christmas. (laughs) I'm telling
1: you, I would do it. I'm telling you, get get everybody. Get John, Jake, Justine, Patrick. Get
0: Nicole. Get everybody. Get everybody. Everybody, cram them into the small room in here, and we're going to watch Trapping for Christmas. Just like like when we
1: did Alien Private Eye. (laughs) Oh, that's why it was
0: so funny. And everybody was was eating edibles. It was a good night. It
1: was a good night. Yeah, Patrick was fucked up, folks. If you want to hear that episode, go back and find it on Home Video Hustle, because he was
0: fucked (laughs) up. He was. he was, uh, He was feeling good about himself.
1: He was at what point? I, I, he, I looked at him and he just burst out laughing.
0: Yeah. He was feeling good about life. Yeah, uh, and then you know you had a movie that talked about Major League Yabos.
1: Yabos.
0: So you know there was it was a recipe for for disaster.
1: I wish it was on film because I just every time I looked at John, you just seen John dying a little more inside every time I looked over at him. It was the best. He loved it. John <laughs> loved it. He hated that movie.
0: He loved every second of it. He loved the Peter Laurie impression.
1: Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> So it was like this is a, to get a taste of what we do over on HVH. Right? He gets
0: <laughs> he gets into the spirit of it though. But yeah, he you can oh, tell yeah yeah, yeah. he's that uh, one like, was killing him. <laughs> yeah, he 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 has a limited tolerance for that kind of stuff. It's funny. All right, <laughs> that's Brent, what we love. that's what we do love. Uh, I will say good night to you, sir, and uh, for the everybody out to, out there in uh, podcast land, tell them where they can find you, sir.
1: Uh, You can find the show on all the podcast apps of your choice every Friday, new episodes, and you can follow us on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase iCast, HVH Podcast on Twitter, Home of the Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Home of the Hustle Podcast on YouTube, Home of the Hustle on Facebook, and patreon.com slash home of the hustle if you want to help support the show. And if you do, you get one shot or more, it depends on how much you give us, to make us watch any movie of your choice. And I'm going to work my way through the rest of those Patreon picks After this week's after Creed 3, I'm going back to Patreon. I just don't know what movie yet. I let Anita pick. She's deciding between three movies. I think they're, one of them is Volcano High, the MTV version. Nice. One of them is uh, Princess Mononoke, because I've never seen it before. Ooh. What is the third one? I don't remember. There's a third one, too. I don't remember off the top of my head. But those are two of the three, though.
0: Trapping for Easter. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'll watch the fuck out of that that needs to be a whole series trapping for christmas trapping for easter trapping for halloween trapping for trapping fourth of july or
0: <laughs> trapping for arbor day trapping for groundhog day trapping for all
1: that oh get bill murray for that one
0: there you go <laughs> that, you watch trapping for groundhog day and it's just trapping for christmas <laughs> over, over. that's over it it's all it is all right brent thank uh, you very much for joining us today uh what a great time always a good time Uh, and we'll see you on the show very soon and, uh, and, and keep it up with the home video hustle. We always, uh, we always enjoy everything you guys are doing and I, I know you've made some changes, so check out Brent's uh, latest video on YouTube and he will, he will bring you up to speed on all of your, all the changes you need to know.
1: Memory lane, folks.
0: That's right. But the the show goes on, the show goes on, new location, same home video hustle, so.
1: Damn right. Hustle don't stop, baby. The hustle
0: does not stop. It just, we, sometimes we change locations. That's right. All right, guys. Uh, so, for everyone that was not here tonight, for Jake, for John, for Patrick, for Justine, for Calais, for Jake, for <laughs> Justine, for my wife, I've, everybody, uh, everybody, we say this transmission ends now. Fight the power. Peace.